crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. And I'm the other half. My name is Dan Ramirez. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 145 of Heroes of Noise. I know we already said the name, but I like the name, so I say it sometimes. What's going on, Steve? I'm, I'm very I'm very happy. I'm, I'm excited for today. I see that you're wearing the shirt, the Heroes of Noise shirt. I am. I'm like an old rock band. You know, we just wear normal shit, but then like when it's time to perform, we throw our own gear on so I thought I would do that. I th- I, I, can you see me? Am I on camera? You were on camera and I saw the Heroes of Noise Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Yes. yes you know what? One day we're going to do an Iron Maiden infused Heroes of Noise shirt without a copyright. Yeah. I don't want to get sued by... Because they are on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by Iron Maiden. That would just be weird. They are on it, bro. Hey, dude. Hmm. I don't know if you know this or not. We are not alone today. We are not alone like Michael Jackson said? Yeah, it's it's crazy because I know we've just been talking this whole time, but I feel rude because we haven't really had good inclusion so far. So may I correct that? Would that be okay? Please, please. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hey, welcome to the show again. I have a surprise for you. Uh, perhaps you've heard this wonderful voice before. Perhaps you've you've met this wonderful person sometime in your life. Perhaps you were hanging with us last year. I don't know. There's a lot of perhapses going on, but. Nevertheless, we have somebody with us today that I just cherish. I think she's a wonderful person. Uh, I've known her for quite some time. I've had to got to record with her several times, and it's always a blast. So let's continue the process right now. We introduced you, Rebecca Daling from the Animated Batcast and Picard Cast. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me back. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I am glad to have you listen, back. Listen, I missed so you. Have I. I miss talking to you guys too. I enjoyed our last episode that we recorded. I I just love talk. It's so easy to talk to you guys. It really is. Aww. So I was so excited you asked me back. And that was cool. Thank you for participating in that. By the way, uh, for the people that don't know what she's talking about, on our Patreon page or our Patreon feed, we actually tried something where we're using this Riverside FM, and we were able to allow listeners to jump into the show. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. It's on the Patreon episode if you want to check it out, but we will be doing more of that in the future. And now I'll go ahead and carry on. Sorry. Just want to do the little the little quick uh, housekeeping shit real quick. <laughs> so what's I up? love the plugs. I know. <laughs> I don't get paid for shit either. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? How are you surviving, Rebecca, in this wonderful zombie apocalypse? Well, you know, I you know, these are the end times, but I, uh-huh. I think I'm, I'm you know, uh, it's the end of the world as we know it, but I feel fine, as REM said. So oh, look at that. I'm all right. You know, uh, <laughs> what can I say? I mean, we're still, uh, see, everybody knows we're all still in in some kind of uh, pandemic lockdown, one form or another. Um, and I'm in New York, so we just got dumped with a foot and a half of snow last Damn. weekend. Ooh. Yeah, we got a big nor'easter. And we're supposedly getting another storm this weekend. I mean, it's 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 winter, so I really can't complain that much about it because, you know, it's winter. And uh, <laughs> here in New York, we do get the snow every once in a while. So, yeah, it's cold. It's snowy. And uh, uh, I still have not gotten my vaccine. Um, just waiting patiently. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you Do you have a time frame? Uh, so uh, right now, as far as like New York sta- New York gu- guidelines are, and I don't know if they're nationwide. I, I assume every state has their own. I fall into category one C, which it means I work for a medical professional. 
but I'm not on the front lines. Mm. Um, so I do te- technically qualify right now to get my vaccine. The issue would be eh, there are no vaccines to give me because ah. there's like no appointments available and um, they're prioritizing um as they should, the elderly and the sickly, which I am happy to wait if it means that, you know, somebody's grandmother gets the vaccine before me. I'm completely fine with that. Um, So I'm just sort of waiting. I mean, as soon as I can get an appointment, you better believe I'll be rolling up the sleeve and and getting my my vaccines uh, because I just, uh, yeah, I would love to go visit my mother at some point, you know, this year. So... Um, she she got her first dose um, last uh, just a few days ago, actually. So oh, good. I'm happy for her, her that she got it. So, yeah, just waiting to get mine. Other than that, just, you know, trying to be careful and wear my mask and do all That's the it. things you're supposed to do to stay so healthy and 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 um, keep other people healthy as well. Absolutely. Now, are you doing the double mask? Um, You know, not <laughs> yet, but I yeah. keep seeing that that's like the new guideline from the cdc i think um listen i i I do what dr fauci tells me to do that's it i'm not gonna lie i mean you can call me a sheeple if you want i don't fucking care (laughs) i do what dr fauci recommends because this man has devoted his entire life to the study of viruses and um I don't know. I guess I could watch a YouTube video and and pretend I'm an expert too, but instead I'm going to listen to Dr. Fauci. So if Dr. Fauci says you really should be wearing a double mask, then guess what? I'm going to do a double mask because again, I always feel like if doing that will help, if doing that will keep somebody's mom, father, grandparent, uncle, child, whatever safe, it is literally the least I can do. So, I mean, I can't develop a cure for this thing. Um, but if if wearing a double mask means it might protect somebody else, I'm not a fucking sociopath. Of course I'm going to do something yes. to help my neighbor. So, yes. I don't know. I just – it never ceases to amaze me that some people just can't wrap their head around that. Why would I go out of my way to do something to help another person? Oh, I, uh, sorry that empathy is a – foreign concept to you but uh i don't know it just seems like a no well it's 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 easy uh rebecca you see you're taking away their freedom is what it is oh they took my freedom away um (laughs) (laughs) they took their jobs sorry that's i have the person in my brain right now oh we <laughs> all have a person in our brain right now don't even front you we know you yeah. too <laughs> yeah this is a and, and you know it this 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 not only this, the last four years, but this season of the zombie apocalypse has shown me that, oh, it's just 40% of America are insane. That's what it is. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I have to go forward in life knowing that. Yes. Be like, because there's no like, hey, why don't you talk to them? No, because it's not a disagreement. There are some people that are just lunatics. So I just like, you know what? If I can do my part to save lives, I'll do it. Because I know that there's some people that just aren't going to. They, I mean, there's elderly that are walking around amongst people who do not care or do not believe in science. That is so scary. Yeah. That We've got this so guy scary. in town. I forget his name and I wouldn't say his name anyway, but uh, there he's like the local, uh, I'll use the word loosely, the local terrorist because he's been going to like the Trader Joe's oh, and protesting. Oh, I did not know and, this. Is he, this. Is he that guy who's showing up without a mask and making people's jobs harder? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, is oh, that national God. news or are you just like putting a label on a guy? No, Cause... but as soon as you said that he was going to the local Walmarts, I knew exactly <sighs> what he was doing. I don't <sighs> understand. If you have an issue, right, with a, a store's policy, like like a store like Walmart, which is a national chain, if you have an issue with Walmart's policies, do not take it up with fucking Brad at the front door exactly. who's barely making minimum wage and probably has two other jobs to go to to fucking feed his family. Don't take it up with him. Write a fucking letter to Walmart, Karen, and get it out is. of your system. It Don't is. take exactly. it out on the guy at the front door. It's not it is so above his pay grade that to, to enforce that policy. Why are we going to make this guy's life difficult? Why? Big and, Why? and here's the here's the funny part. A, a lot of these dudes, especially the dudes, um, if you got on a basketball court and I called a foul, they'd be like, all right, yeah, I got you. So those rules they're willing to follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are rules. Well, no, that, that's not impinging on my freedom now. I'm like, then why can you just take a foul and be like, all right, yep, here's the ball back. Why are you that guy? But then out in the normal world, you're a look. It's good to know that some of these people that I've been just chilling and playing ball with are just lunatics. And I'm like, oh, we're just not friends anymore. By oh, the way, well, I we think can that still 40%, be disagree. Huh? I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think that 40% is probably a little low. That's a low figure, I think. I think there's way more. Oh, dude, there's a lot. And I've just deleted them as in like, can't we just disagree? No. No, I don't need you in my life. And it's good. It's good. It's good. I don't need I don't it's- need. Yeah. You in my life. It's because good to weed these people out of your exactly. life now. Weed yeah. them out quickly because right. I don't need that kind of. I'll be honest, you know, after even before my. And some people know this. I don't mind to say this on the podcast. Last year in September, my father passed away from COVID. Okay. And thank you. Thank you. Um, And, you know, even before that happened, even before my dad got sick, like any, anybody who was calling it a hoax. I was already like, I already had my eye on them to be like, mm, mm-hmm. you're so close. You're so close to getting unfollowed. You're so close. <laughs> and then even after, you know, and I would, and I had, and people knew that like my, my dad had passed away and I would still see people that I knew that people in my life knew what I had already gone through to have the nerve to get up on Facebook and say whatever they're going to say about the virus. I would get so I mean, I would, I could feel myself turning into the Hulk. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Bruce Banner had nothing on me. I, I could have taken on the Hulk and Thanos and Galactus and Darkseid and everybody. I was <laughs> so angry. I just, you know what? Unfriend everybody. Just unfriend. The, I don't need that in my life. Exactly. I already exactly. have my own pain to deal with. I don't need somebody coming along and pouring salt in it. I just, exactly. I don't need that in my life so the unfollow the unfriend and the block buttons should be your best friends they really should be and just sculpt your social media um experience to fit your needs exactly <laughs> when people are just like oh can you look at what came up on my twitter i'm like well that's your fault yeah i'm that guy you are that's you have not catered your twitter now that the election's over just have it the way you want have like Puppies and kitty cats and Freddie Mercury be coming up on your. <laughs> you're just right. Have that. Here's the thing. It's like I'm that guy that I'm exactly who you're talking about, right? But I'm also trying to be the guy that's like, well, maybe there's still some good quality left. Maybe they'll see. But there's some people that were talking about um, lizard people and Illuminati, like that shit. I can't deal with right. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're but, and like not not 
kidding about it, not uh-huh. laughing like, oh, it's the, you know, quote fingers. It's the lizard people and the quote fingers. It's the Illuminati and pizza. Get-. No, full on into that shit. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. where I just absolutely have to do the cut. That's no. an easy one. But here's the funny part. When I was deep in the church, the lizard people that you consider crazy for us, it were the it was the people that didn't believe you were lizard people. You were insane and totally out of this world to us. Yeah, like, how don't you guys see it? We got to cut them off. Or we need to explain to them, here's why you're so wrong. And I'm just like, wow. But they weren't saying lizard people. I'm talking they were the saying words, that you would burn forever. That's Yeah, it's pretty much the same. But, <laughs> but, but, when people, but when people are talking about actual reptilian people running the government, it's just, it's fucking insane to me. So yeah, those it's are the closed. easy ones. But here's the thing. It's the ones that I've had history with or maybe have uh, gone on trips with in the past where none of this ever came up because it never really needed to because the world didn't fucking flip on its ear before. Um you know, we've we've done family things together. We've helped each other out. We've helped with moves and things like that. You know, people coming over for barbecues, birthday parties and shit like that. And it was just like overnight. It just like snapped. And and it was a completely different person. I'm still having trouble getting rid of some of those. And I think that it's um it's more on my end. But I think what it is is that if you don't do that, you're just going to continuously stay pissed, like you're saying, because mm-hmm. I see these crazy things. And sometimes I'll hide them and I would unfollow them. And I'll still go and look. And then I'm like pissed off again. So I think uh-huh. it's probably best just to block them. But it just seems so harsh to me. And I don't, I don't know why. I, I get that. I, I totally understand. And to be honest, I, I was the same way too. I would, I would just unfollow. But then, but then curiosity would, would get the better of me. And I'd go and I'd peek at their page. And I'd be like, oh, you're still on this bullshit? You're still crazy, you're, motherfucker. You're still crazy? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm trying to cater. I catered my social media to my liking. So it's just like, yeah, I have a circle. I have a circle now. I have a, I have a circle that I like to hear. That's just life. And if people are like, well, you didn't hear the other side. I don't need to. I'm good. I'm straight. I got, I got my, I got my cool little people that I, I, I interact with on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook is, is becoming less and less tenable for me. Like I'm rarely on at this point. It's oh, just I becoming ridiculous. Yeah, I can tell you're never there. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be either if it wasn't for the show. That's the only thing keeping me on is the show. I love our little our little home where we are, where we can talk to the people that we want to talk to. But my personal page, I don't even <laughs> I don't even trip on it anymore, man. Sometimes like I, I've made it a point to like be happier these days because I was going off quite a bit, particularly towards the end of that this tortuous mm-hmm. 2020. But it's been nice because now I'm like, hey, WandaVision or Hey, watch this movie. And I think people are kind of bugging on it. Like, oh, look at this fucking guy. Just calm down all of a sudden. You this know? guy in WandaVision. This guy here. This guy getting what he wants over here all happy. This oh, would you say WandaVision? No, Steve, stop it. Are you guys watching WandaVision week to week? Fucking A. Yeah. I'm not. He's not. Rebecca, you don't, no. you don't like it, Steve? No, he's okay. not even giving it a ch- no. No, here's the deal. Did you watch uh, a episode? I saw a little conversation the other day where it's like you know it's all um, subjective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and comedy or whatever, yeah. fiction, it's all subjective. But you're not even giving it a chance, and that's the thing. You're like, nah. I here's what I did. I watched the first episode. And I'm like, okay. got it. And then I watched half of the next one. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this, dude. It's. I'll just tell you this. You watch what you want to watch, but. It has gotten so fucking good over the last two episodes, 
And uh, what's today? Today is uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, we have one more day. We have one more day. I know. I'll get off of work at midnight tomorrow, and I'm going to go home and watch it. Dude, I cannot stop watching this shit. It is incredible. I think it's my favorite thing on television. You know what I would say, Steve, is I'm mm-hmm. I'm a huge MCU fan. You guys know that. Yes. I'm, I yes. love everything MCU. I mean, with with some exceptions, there are certain movies that I don't think I, I think are misses. Um, but I, you know, overall, love the MCU. I am I am enjoying Wandavision very much. I will be honest though, that first episode, I am glad that they dropped two at the same time because if they had just dropped that one, I think I would have been left feeling a little unsatisfied. Sure. Um, that's my own personal opinion. Uh, watching the two together, I felt like that was a nice opening to me to the show. And then as each one has gone along up until episode four, um, episode four, and I'm not giving anything away by saying this, is a, is a heavy exposition episode. So, I mean, obviously, if you don't want to go back to it, Steve, I'm not going to I'm not going to twist your arm. But like if you wanted to watch maybe the first four episodes and then kind of get that explanation and then if you feel like, yeah, okay, now I see what's happening. But, it, you know, that that might be sort of your gateway back into it. But otherwise, you know what? Don't watch it if you don't like it. You got other things to do with your time, of course. Like that. And you should enjoy what you watch. Shouldn't feel like homework. Absolutely. Well, I was going to watch it when it all drops. Oh, you see? The, like, yeah, that, there you go. Bulk watch it. Because yeah. Bob Roarist hit me up. And I, he never, Bob Roarist never hits me up, like, about <laughs> shows except for, like, Servant. And he was like, look, dude, about WandaVision. And he really, like, broke it down. He said, look, man, they're going somewhere. I know it's not what Marvel normally does, but I promise you, they're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to, when it all drops, I'm just going to watch it. Because I don't want to be, A, out of the conversation. And, B, Marvel has never done anything even Dan knows that I like um I liked uh, what was that um Legends Age of Ult- <laughs> oh, Age of Ultron I liked that and so Marvel can't really do wrong by me and so I'm going to watch it because I know it's at least going to have one thing one scene that makes it all worth it for me even if it's just one thing I'll be like now that was dope. That was incredible. There'll be more than one scene, I promise you. But I think Rebecca's right. Like the decision that you made, now would be the good time to make it. Unless you just watch all the way through. But I think that if you got to four, you would clearly see that there's a bigger picture going on. And and you're going to be like, okay, now I'm intrigued. And you know what's funny? This is probably the Marvel property that I've heard the least about. Normally, you can't even avoid it. I would say that's on you only because it's everywhere. I can't avoid it. And I'm not even looking for it. I can't. Like on my Twitter feed, the people that normally talk about everything are talking about other things. And I, you know what, though? It's also because there's so much online media due to the zombie apocalypse. There are a million movies, mm-hmm. a million things to watch. Oh, it's yeah. not like one thing's happening. There's a trillion things happening, let alone Sundance. So it's just like, I mean, that thing is taking over, too. And then everything's coming up on HBO Max. That's killing it. And so that might be the thing. There's just a million things oh, yeah. out. You know what? what's coming to – or I think it's available now on HBO Max is um, a show called Babylon 5. I heard – yeah, I saw okay. that. So here's, here's, here's my um, non-history with, with Babylon 5. <laughs> Babylon 5 came out when I was watching Star Trek live week to week. Right? And nice. I, I was like – it was like a teenager-ish era. Um uh, so I, I was watching Star Trek week to week. I've always been a huge Star Trek fan since I was a kid. Um, so this new show comes on and I looked at it and I said, 
this looks like a Star Trek knockoff. And I watched one episode, and again, I was young, and I was like, nah, this sucks. I'm going back to Star Trek. And I never watched <laughs> not one episode beyond that of Babylon 5, and this is going back more than 20 years. Um, so now, much later in my life, I'm more ma- I'm more mature now, and and I see a lot of my Trek fan um, Trek my my Trek fans my my Trek friends who uh, talk about Babylon Five and how much they liked it, and I said, oh man, I I should give that show a chance. I like never watched it. I totally prejudged it and didn't give it a shot, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. And then mm-hmm. fast forward, like, you know, maybe about six months and I'm reading, oh, HBO Max has got all of Babylon 5. And I'm like, well, there's my weekend sorted for there the next couple of weeks. I could just watch all of Babylon 5. And and I'm actually excited to du- to jump into that 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 universe, that world and kind of give it give it a fair shot because I didn't really give it one. Um but yeah, for I'm, you. I'm excited to like kind of, you know, see what it's all, see what the hype is all about. You know, and it's funny you should say that because I jumped on something that um, only because you were coming on the show. Oh, what's Because everyone hypes it up. They're like, hey, <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, someone else DM'd me too. So I was like, it's funny you should say that because I'm watching it because Rebecca's coming on. Um, they're like, have you checked out the DC animated on HBO Max? Oh. And I said, you know, I've never watched a DC animated film in my life. Mm-hmm. So I said, which one am I going to start on? I went on Reddit. Of course, the geniuses of the. So I go mm. on Reddit and they said, hey, check out Doom and Flashpoint. Flashpoint's good. I have not seen Doom. Dude, I turn on Flashpoint mm-hmm. within five minutes I'm in. I am so in that I was almost late to work. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was almost late to work because I did not want to turn it off and continue it at work. That was amazing. And then Doom was just, I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm going to do these animated. I'm going to get all through all the, uh, and then I'm going to start. Uh, I always, I watched also Behind the Red Hood. Oh, it's great choice. Fantastic stuff they have. More people should talk about this. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> the DC animated universe is, I mean, leaps and bounds beyond beyond Marvel's animated universe. Marvel's Absolute. animated universe is, it's shit. It is yes. not good at all. But DC animated movies overall are excellent. They're better Absolutely. than their live action films. In I was going to ask you if you thought that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I have, I will stand by that, that, that first Wonder Woman movie for me was just, I mean, Chef's Kiff's perfect. I loved it. Yeah, I, 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 I say perfect. I know it's not perfect. That third act, the the graphics aren't great. Um, I'm not blind to it. But for what I wanted in a Wonder Woman origin story, they gave it to me, and I I loved it. And I thought Gal was great in the role. Um, I thought Shazam was a whole lot of fun. I thought uh, it was oh, a that was fun movie. Um, I thought Aquaman was a decent film. I know you guys feel very differently about Aquaman. <laughs> I thought it was an okay movie when I expected a dumpster fire movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I walked yeah. into that theater going, this thing is going to suck ass. And I walked out and I went, you know what? That wasn't that bad. That that was my... Okay. So for okay. me, it was like, hey, that didn't... That wasn't terrible. It didn't suck terribly. <laughs> Okay. And you know, I was like so, and I know you were too, Steve. We were so excited about watching we were that. Movie. I know we had our were. tickets. We I were gonna remember. go. Yeah, we were gonna go before everyone else saw it, and it was gonna be this big thing. And 
In the there's a point where Dan and I looked at each other in the movie <laughs> and we're like, oh boy. Now, I, no, but I what was great is that this. it was like literally the same time. Like there was no, hey, look at me. We literally, the, I don't know what it was, what scene it was, but we both turned and just looked like, like, are you seeing what I'm seeing right now? <laughs> so I'm sorry, Rebecca. Way, what were you I, saying? I I will say that the soundtrack is shit. Oh. The soundtrack is terrible. I don't know who made those choices. Pitbull in were, Africa. Uh, tro- oh, that was. Woo! They you were. Know. No, no, no. That was. We don't talk about that anymore. It was terrible. It was just, just terrible. But like the other DC films, like the live action films, I think overall have been a a bit of a disappointment. And I'm being very generous when I say a bit yeah. of a disappointment. I mean, I thought I I still like Man of Steel. I still like that movie for, for for I what really it is. I really liked that movie. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, listen, nobody. Nobody can touch Christopher Reeve as far as I'm concerned. Nope, not not a person. And I he don't was care. a man child. He was a man child. He was that that was um that was the first comic book movie I saw I ever saw was Superman the movie, and from that moment on I was in love. I was in Perfect. love. Perfect. If I go to Niagara Falls, I'm only thinking about oh, one thing. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If I ever make it to the Eiffel Tower, I'm only thinking yep. about one thing. How Lois Lane climbed the fucking Eiffel Tower and she almost died. Like I re- that that to me, my first comic book movie. Um, nobody can touch Christopher Reeve's performance as far as I'm concerned. That's just me. And but then again, I grew up in that generation. You guys grew mm-hmm. up in that generation. There yep. are people coming up that for them. Henry Cavill is their Superman. That's, He's a great pick. And he, He's a great pick. He is a great pick. I still enjoy Man of Steel for what it is. I feel like after that, things start to go downhill. And I really think that, that a lot of that has to do with the fact that you don't have a Kevin Feige in the DC True. Uh, True. camp. If you have a Kevin Feige person in that camp who says – who rolls out a big whiteboard and says, here's our universe. Um, I think your movies can do better, but I think making man of steel and then telling Zack Snyder, Oh, by the way, it performs so well that now this is our universe. I I don't think that's fair to him as a filmmaker. And I don't think that's fair to the fans because you make a movie like justice league and you, you're telling me that a movie that's got Superman, Batman and wonder woman on the same screen at the same time, and that movie doesn't make a billion dollars. Yes, crazy. What? It's crazy. You need to like. You need to turn to Jesus at that point and go. <laughs> Where have I failed you, oh Lord? Like you need yeah. to really. I'm sorry if that was irreverent. I'm just. No, <laughs> it was not. You know what I mean? But it's just a moment where you need to go. We fucked up because yes. these characters are beloved. They are. They predate Marvel characters. So. How are you telling me that you don't have the big three of DC on the screen and you don't make a billion dollars? Designed to print money. 100%. But here's the thing. What is it? I I personally think it's script. Because, you know, the aesthetics were cool. I always thought that they kind of cheapened out when it came to the CGI and stuff like that. But I can Uh work with that. I just think the scripts fall flat almost every time. I really think that's what it is. And I also think you need to surprise people. The reason that, um, because my Bruce Wayne is Michael Keaton. That's who oh, is same. always going to be Bruce 100%. Lane. Yeah. And I think the reason it was so dope was because it threw a curveball. We didn't expect Michael Keaton to be Batman. And it was just like then Jack Nicholson to be the Joker. And I think you have to surprise someone where it's like, okay, Ben Affleck, 
Batman, there is no surprise anymore because so many people have been Batman now. There's too many Batman, so you're just like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. But it, it there was no like, oh, I wonder what he's going to do. No, he was just Ben Affleck as Batman. No shock. Uh, you know, and as much as I love the first Wonder Woman, I always to this day think Gwendolyn Christie should have been Wonder Woman. I thought she, when I saw her yeah. on Game of Thrones, I thought that is Wonder Woman. That woman with the thing on her head, if she walks by someone, she is an Amazon or Amazonia. She has the look of an Amazonian woman. Absolutely. Yeah, I really think you're right about that. The way she wields the sword and people would say, she's strong. But then when she turns out to be stronger than you thought, you're like, Jesus. What are we gonna you do? Know, with this I woman? don't. I do not hate that choice at all. Like, I I love Gal Gadot in the role, but mm-hmm. I love Gwendolyn Christie. Like, I, love her. I just, I don't know. I'm, 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 I am a straight loving. I am a straight woman. Um, but uh, I might, you know, listen, more than listen. might, I probably listen. would because she's amazing. Um, I actually fan casted her for Red Sonia if they ever make a Red oh, Sonia. Oh, movie. that would be great. I mean, That's stick, almost better, Rebecca. Stick her in a red wig and put that woman in some cool armor and let her chop dudes heads off oh that would be great. take all my money i'll watch that movie <laughs> and it also helps that she can act her ass off too she can act and yes yeah, she is i mean oh my god and the way that they did her wrong in that last season of game of Thrones, oh geez. i know we're all over the place and i'm oh, sorry but no that's we are, fine welcome to heroes of i know i it's ha- <laughs> oh. I, I think i have a big part in this like this is just how i am all the time i just, totally fine. I, just whatever the way they did my girl wrong Jesus. in that last season of Game of Thrones with that fucking cocksucker, Jamie, so fucking bad. uses her and then it's like, oh, I'm going to go back to my sister who I like to fuck. Ugh. What is the... Ah! And then Ugh. and then they have her there crying. No, please don't leave me. No. That no. That is not, her. That yeah. is not, not my... Her girl that is not her i can understand her crying or being upset i mean i've i've had guys leave me and and i felt that you know oh my god please don't leave me or i'll what, what, what am i gonna do now but but after everything she had been through yeah totally and, watered her down oh i hated that so it was much. so bad. i remember the last episode i said if the credits roll right now i am gonna throw my tv out the window <laughs> sure enough it just him rolling right, galloping off into the. I said, "Oh no, they did not. They did not do this." And everything, like they, it's almost as if they said, "What would make everyone the most angry?" And then they did it the whole season. Well, you know what the problem with this is? Is that you've got those two guys, whatever the fuck their names are, D and D. Everybody calls them that. Writing Game of Thrones, Lindelof and no, oh my God. no, it was blocked them out. <laughs> it wasn't Lindelof. It wasn't Lindelof. What was his name? Not Damon. What's his name? You, well, okay. The two guys who wrote who wrote yes, the game. Yes, yes. Those dudes. Gone it. You know who they are. Um, somebody look it up on Google. D and D. I got it. Um, I got it. So, um, you you have a writing room that is full of straight white dudes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I shouldn't say that. I don't know if there were any LGBTQ people in that room. I'm just assuming that there were straight white dudes only in that room. But you, there were no women on that writing staff. I don't. I don't think there were any people of color on that on that writing staff. And how are you going to tell me that you're going to kill off all the people of color in that show in terrible, violent ways? And 
you where are the female voices in that show they're reduced to just you know crying and uh, i don't know i i liked a lot of game of thrones i liked a lot of it but that last season i think it just really suffered from them trying to churn out a bunch of episodes in a short period of time and i mean how many episodes were there where there were like Starbucks cups in the shot? Yeah. Or yeah how does that bottles? They just stopped giving a fuck. They just stopped like, caring. And then you go back and you watch episodes like The Red Wedding or Battle of the Bastards. Oh and you just think God, of how dude. much care they put into those scenes. How many seasons did they spend making me love Rob Stark only to kill him? You know? I'm. Oh, my gosh. And then... It's that last season was just such a. It was crap. It was David Benioff and DB Weiss. There you go. It was. And here's the harp. Like it made me care about the killing of a dragon when it got like harpoon or no when the the uh, the um what was his name the White Walker the 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 Night King. There we go. That dude when he took out his javelin, I stood up in my living room and said, "Please God, no." Please, God, no. And it was so devastating. I was like, oh, this show is the best. I love it. And then they literally just say, okay, let's just totally reduce it now and make it a terrible end. Because when it ends terribly, it affects the whole experience. Sure, sure. The whole experience is It it definitely does. Because then you think like, oh, I should go back and rewatch Game of Thrones. And then you go... Oh, but that last season. Exactly. Uh, and then you're like, oh, I don't know. Now there were moments like when 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 Homegirl killed the Night King. I was like, that was tough. Seriously though, like I know it was a sad moment, but how big of a G move was that when the Night King killed that dragon? Listen, that's <laughs> it when I knew. Was, though, yeah. He didn't like break a sweat or his face didn't change. He just kind of looked up. No, <laughs> he looked up as if, oh yeah, I'd be killing dragons on like after <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Like he was talking. So anyway, I was talking to this dude, right? Give me that. Give me that poll real quick. And dude was like, he was crazy, right? And he just throws the javelin. And so he was talking janky. And like, it was like a nothing to him. I was like, wow. Anyway, where was I? Exactly. Hey, let's go grab a coffee, but let me just kill this dragon real quick. Exactly. Oh, you want Starbucks no. or Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Make sure to leave the cup in the shot. We want everybody. Oh, I guess they went to Starbucks. <laughs> Like that, the fact that that made it past editors is, I think one of the editors were like, let's just leave it in. Let's screw it. Who cares? Can you imagine? Oh my God. They yeah, they're like, whatever. They were like, fuck it. We give Game of Thrones a lot of shit for that particular thing with the cup. But you know what? Let's face it, man. Mandalorian got a huge pass. Yeah, we joked for a couple of days. Oh, but they, the, t- it's the, the guy in the pass. t-shirt that's just yeah. chilling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone celebrated that shit. We loved him. It was just a stormtrooper on his day off or whatever. But yeah, we but really you know what? I think it's beat the shit out of Game of Thrones. I think it's because Mandalorian was more universally loved. Yeah, well, that's the thing honest. too. It's like, and that season, Game of Thrones is already pissing us off. It's like, and you're gonna sure. do this too? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. No, no, and and that's also that's another reason. Um, I think uh, I'm so used to being the Mandalorian immediate. Like, how quick did I like that show, Dan? Well, for me to recommend it to you hardcore, and you know how you are. I mean, let's I'm I'm saying like WandaVision, let's just kind of go that way. You were not dismissive whatsoever with it. Not a You just got real quiet in- for yes! a little length of time until you finished watching it and then you just started doing high praise. Incredible. That's why when I started, I said, "Oh, this is a thing that they do." And that's I think that added to my disappointment. That's probably what also added to my disappointment was cuz I'm so used to them getting me from jump. 
They're like, oh, we're going to, you don't even know what a man, I did not know what a Mandalorian was. I had never heard the word before. I did not know a thing called that. Mm-hmm. And yet, as soon as I start watching, they're like, oh, but you'll get it. You'll get it. Trust me. And you got it. This is why I love when you watch Star Wars and do reviews, because they're the only reviews of Star Wars that are like this on the fucking planet, you know, because most people, they take it so seriously. Rebecca, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, and they will yeah. break it down, you know. To the to the atom, they will break this shit down. And if you say things wrong, they get a little pissed off. Star Wars fans are very much like that. But I love the Steve Hudson interview because people like Darth Maul or somebody just become homeboy. And homeboy. <laughs> homeboy <too. laughs> I don't know what their name is. And that's great, though. I love it because you won't get another Star Wars review like that except for yeah. Heroes of Noise. Courtesy of Steve Hudson. I just love, dude, I love, it was so, it was just everything I think it's also because I didn't know. I didn't know what to, I didn't know who was who. And so when I saw them do their thing, it was just like, this person could do that thing. This is crazy. I loved it, man. And that's why I, I, that's why I expect from them now. I expect it. Mm -hmm. And when I don't get that. Yeah, I was, um, I I was, to be honest, I went, when they even announced the Mandalorian, I was just like, is this a Boba Fett show? Because I don't fucking care about Boba Fett. I know. I know. Don't at me, Star Wars fans. I don't fucking care that you, oh my God, but Boba Fett, I don't fucking care what your connection with Boba Fett. I, the dude had three lines in, Fuck in you all and the Boba movies. Fett. Yeah. The dude had three lines in the, in the movies, and one of them was, ah! The, yeah, I, as he crashed on. into a side of a barge. Yeah, as he fell down into the to the toothy vagina in the sand. Like I, I don't, <laughs> I, I never found Boba Fett to be a cool character. I'm sorry, I just didn't. So when the when the Mandalorian was announced, I was like, oh, is this like a Boba Fett show? What the fuck do I care about Boba Fett? And then people were like, no, no, it's not that. It's about like the Mandalorians and the Mandalore. And I had knew nothing about it because I'm not that deep into Star Wars. So I relied on like other pop culture podcast to like educate me about mandalore and the mandalorians all right okay maybe i give this show a shot i watched the first episode and then the second i saw baby yoda i was like done i'm in i'm watching this whole <laughs> Dude, goddamn show whatever listen, happens i don't care i gotta find out bastard. about this baby i gotta yeah. find out about the baby <laughs> listen and it's funny because uh dan and i were talking and he knew i'm not gonna spoil anything for anyone who has not watched it there's a person in the last episode who I didn't know who the person was until they revealed themselves. And Dan was like, oh, as soon as I saw a certain, like, I knew exactly who it was. I did not. And that made it even better for me only because I was like, whoever this is, dude can fight legit. Or she can fight legit. And so when he took off, when when she or he revealed themselves, I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> It was just amazing. That's how I know I have a little bit of asshole Star Wars fan in me because I remember having this conversation with you and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's fucking, you know, <laughs> so-and-so, you know, all snobby. And then I, I'm kind of jealous of that though, because like I said, you're seeing this with a, no offense, of course, it's like a child's eyes. You're seeing all of these things for Absolutely the first time do. kind of. And I think that's awesome because I'm so jaded as it is a Star Wars fan and some of it I love and some of it I hate, some of it I loved and I hated and. You know, I get so passionate about that shit, but it's really cool to talk to you about those things, even though it's not going to be where like all the Star Wars fans come to to get their information. I love your reviews, dude. I love you hearing you watch this shit and it's tell me so about it in fun, your version. Dude. I had it's so it's so much fun. Um, I'm about to take the biggest left turn, if that's OK with you guys. Let's turn. Yeah. Um, This is a massive left turn, but we were just talking about him. So, uh, Rebecca, have you seen Man from Uncle? Yes, I have. 
Are we getting another one considering recent events? Um, wait a minute. Army Hammer. Oh, Army Hammer was in that movie. I totally forgot. I mean, I guess if he doesn't eat up his co-stars, sure. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, know. That I loved dude, that movie. What the fuck is wrong with that dude? <laughs> like, seriously. He what the really, fuck is wrong with Army Hammer? I don't Hammer? know what he was thinking. He just totally gave up the, like, oh, I'm just going to give up the bag. All this, I'm going to give it up. It's very, and I mean, like, Man From U.N.C.L.E. was on its way. The second one was on its way. Can I be completely honest here? And please. please feel free to judge me because I that that's fine. I will accept the judgment. I watched Man from Uncle mostly because Henry Cavill's pants were a little bit tight. And he has a really <laughs> wow. nice ass. I'm sorry. You can judge that's me. That's not a you bad like. thing. You know, I ain't gonna lie, he does have a nice ass. He does, <laughs> right? Is I it mean, America's though? It's uh... Well, listen, no one, <laughs> listen. My heart belongs to Chris Evans. That's crazy talk, Steve. That's that's crazy talk. No, but <laughs> Henry, I enjoy a Henry Cavill bottom shot. I just, I do. I enjoy it. He can wear a suit. He can. He can wear, and I. That's when I looked and I said, I want more of this guy in Clark. In <laughs> this sounds weird. I want more. Of, <laughs> I want more of this character reflected in Clark Kent because I saw it. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, this. He's so smooth, less 007, but I would like to see that reflected more in Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Because he, he, I was like, this guy's a star. And they still haven't made Henry Cavill the massive star. He Even, even after going, even after handling business and Mission Impossible, Easy he's now. not the star he should be, in my opinion. He should be huge because he just has the look. Well, you would but think no. that Superman was this thing that, I mean, it, it did. It put him on our maps, but. Because of the scripting and everything else, it's and like we're saying, well, it's the probably one of the best DC movies, but it's not like, dude, fucking Man of Steel. No. This is the movie that made him. He hasn't had that yet. You're right. No, and it's sad because he has. I mean, even he may on, not if, ever, Steve. I well, here's the thing. I when I watched the movie Impossible, I had to consider the other person who was on screen. That dude soaks up screen. Time. What's his name? Uh, Thomas Cruz oh. Monte. Oh. But um, <laughs> that dude is a like Tom Cruise jab, is a superstar. Jab. Superstar, he's a superstar. So if you're on the screen with him, you're not going to get noticed much because he just soaks up screen time. And I was like, well, maybe that's why. But then watch Man from Uncle. I said this should make him a star. You know, from Man from Uncle to Mission Impossible, and it still doesn't happen. I was like, well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know then because he has the look. He has everything going for him. He's a. I just I don't know. He's like a Taylor Kitsch. They're both like they can't quite get the mm. the the feet running underneath them. Yeah. Even though they both have legendary, even Taylor Kitsch more than Henry Cavill. He has uh you know he has Riggins. He was Riggins. That should have been the blast off point, and it just never happened. You are so championing him, dude. Taylor Kitsch is a star. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying you've really been pushing for him for four years straight. <laughs> And I hope that he gets his day just to make you happy. You know, are, are you are you his agent? It like, seems I, I should be. I should be. I'd be like, look, number one. Uh, no, I don't like if I was. I don't know because his agent is incredible because he still gets some jobs. And even though he did, uh, you know, these sh- movies that are, you know, oh, they're fine. But people like Henry Cavill, Taylor Kitsch, these folks should just be. In my opinion, they 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 sh- they had a shot, and I just don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. I don't know 
what went down. But I do yeah. see other people coming up and, you know, and saying they should have been a star long, like Regina King should have been huge years ago. Oh. She should have been a monster. Now she's getting her day. Yeah. She's finally getting, so I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Because, like, she should have been, I remember her in Jason's, or not Jason, uh, Poetic Justice. And I was like, man, who is that? You know, who in the world? And she, you know, so other people are getting their, 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 um, their time. But I just, I don't know what Taylor Kitchen, Henry Cavill's issue is. Who knows? Yeah. I, did you see Taylor Kitchen Waco in that, in that Dan series? loves that joint. It was good. He was it really was- good in that. <laughs> You know what's really... Okay, I take it all back, Steve. (laughs) Not that I said said anything bad, but he was really, really fucking good in that. I mean, you forgot that that was not David Koresh. Totally. I mean, I've... I'm not going to put the two together, Mm -hmm. Rebecca, but I think that he transformed very closely to, like, say, Jamie Foxx's Ray. You know, it's a difference because the mannerisms and the act. I mean, like, I think Jamie Foxx definitely had the better transformation, but he turned into fucking David Koresh in that. Oh, no, I I completely agree with that. I I see the the parallels that that you're drawing there. And I I remember, um, yeah, I, I, I remember watching Waco like, like week to week. I think they, they, they were dropping Mm -hmm. it like an episode a week. Um, and I, and you know who else was in that was Michael Shannon, who I love Michael Shannon. I think he does like, some really great work and he always takes very interesting roles and plays really interesting characters. Very strange face. Guy's he got a does mug. have a very strange face. He has he to be does. a cop or a detective he, or the bad guy. He does have a mug and I think that that's why when he's on screen you just can't take your eyes off of him because th- there are some pe- people on screen that they're so beautiful when they're on screen. You're like I can't look away. Oh my god, they're so beautiful. But then there are people who just have such a really interesting face that yes. you're just like I, I have to I'm trying to figure out this guy's face. Do I think yes. he's good looking or not? Do I, is he, oh, he just raised his eyebrow really weird. What's that about? Like, it's, yes. it's, he's got that face. But that whole show, Waco, was so interesting because it really delved into um, what went down as much, I guess, as you can know the whole story of what went down there. But, and, and the show, there was a point in the show where I did almost feel like the show wanted me to feel sorry for David Koresh. Uh, like that's how good of a job Taylor Kitsch is doing playing this character. And I'm like getting annoyed. Like, Oh, you want me to feel sorry for this guy? I'm not feeling sorry for, I don't care what you're showing me. I'm not going to feel sorry for this guy. And, and I think it, at the, by the end, I felt like, okay, you weren't trying to make me feel sorry for him. I think you were just trying to paint a whole picture of how people responded to him. And sure. I, I get that. Um, and, and I there had to be some kind of quality that he drew so many people to. 100%, like he was the, yeah. the face of the cult of personality. Was he you know? sincere or did he, was it all of a front? You know, I believe he was. I think I really he, do. I think he was sincere. Like whether, okay. whether that means that he truly believed like, sanely believed what he was preaching or if he had some sort of a mental problem or a mental thing a switch that didn't connect right and and that's what made him be genuine i don't know that i couldn't answer for you but i think that he truly was i think he was legit and he believed what he said and so it's like but at the same time the show doesn't paint the fbi as like the the quote unquote good guys in all of this good because Oh, yeah. Believe me, Steve. Believe me. <laughs> I am not the one to get on here and say 
Well, if the cops arrested you, you must be guilty. That's yeah, not me. Exactly. That's not me. Exactly. Yeah. My my thing is, if the cops arrested you, did they do it right? Because they probably didn't. And, of course uh, not. Yeah. They probably yeah. had a. They probably shouldn't have arrested. I shouldn't say that, but I'm getting ahead of myself. But they <laughs> they they never paint the FBI as like the good guys in all of this. I think probably there were individual people within that scenario that certainly were trying to find the best way to end this but as overall the fbi fucked that up a lot and did terrible shitty things and people ended up dying and there were women and children in that thing in in that in that complex that died that lost their lives because the fbi was trigger happy and there's that's that's not acceptable and the show never makes like excuses for them either right so if if that was maybe something that you felt like well i don't want to watch it because of that which i totally understand um i felt like the show tried to present a very balanced um rendering of the events as best as they could and i think that i think that taylor kitsch did an amazing job in that role oh i'm gonna watch it because i I think Dan, dan knows i am because cool. it has Taylor Kitchen, and so eventually mm-hmm. I'm going to. You will get around to it. You're just a guy that might take four or five years to do it, exactly. but you will. Because I remember, you know, I remember when this all. Uh, I remember when it all occurred. Not I saw it on TV did. live, man. Dude, Crazy. Listen, I mean, especially in the church, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. This guy doing this thing, and now looking back, I have interesting opinions. But we will get into that one day. <laughs> but I know, Dan, you want to get into the the reviews and such, or what? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Should I do the right, old? Cool contact info real quick not they haven't sure. heard it a thousand bah, times but why bah. the hell not what's up steve i know I was, I was doing this music for you uh oh the okay gotcha buddy here we go that's oh. not it that's oh, not the music snap. ladies and gentlemen that's fucking weird i'm hitting the actual <laughs> button i'm hitting the actual button that i hit i every thought you had time. news to tell be like this just did i should make some shit up you know what <laughs> dustin diamond died we can go with oh, that oh yeah he did. In, you know what might as well hold on let's just do that real quick because you know what what the hell let's just make things right here Welcome to Noise News. This is an impromptu one. I really wasn't going to do this, but uh, hey, what's happening, everybody? Yeah, like I said, Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell, he played Screech, died yesterday at 44 of stage mm. four lung, was it cell, lung cell carcinoma? Carcinoma, I believe is what it was. I believe Couldn't so, say it, but that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's sad. I didn't, you know, personally, I didn't watch the show. I did watch a little bit of, uh, I've seen it in the background and such, but I just missed it because of the age I was. I wasn't into sure. it since the time. But sure, I know who he is. I know he's been troubled and- He's had a, a rough past, and I don't think he was a part of the reunion, right? I don't think he was because no. he was probably sick. Well, it, I think a lot of people were commenting that he wasn't um, that he wasn't on that, and I don't think he was invited to be on it. Um, and people were like, "Oh, like what's you know what what's that about?" But just sad, just a sad, sad end to his life. Yeah, but didn't didn't he do something? Am I making this up, or didn't he stab somebody not too long ago? He did. As I think he was in jail for a little while. Yeah, like I said, he's just. And then he. Uh, what were some of the other uh, highlights a, of? Well, I mean, he did a porno, which is yeah. Like, I was gonna say the whatever. sex tape. Yeah, he did a sex tape, and um, who hasn't really? Who I hasn't? mean, I mean, come at, on. At this point, yeah, who hasn't? Um, I don't know. Like, I think he really suffered from what a lot of child stars suffer from. They get locked into this one thing. And um, it's very hard to break out of that. I mean, look at Jaleel White. 
I mean, where, yeah. where's that kid after his whole, did I do that? Like, seriously, where's his career gone? Like a lot of those kids. I mean, yeah, he, he's I on cameo he, or something. Probably. Although I heard that he beat up his girlfriend. So fuck that guy. Oh, that's Jesus true. Christ. Um, that's true. Fuck that guy. If not, sorry, dude. <laughs> we just heard about the whole, I think, I don't know if you were there for the conversation, Rebecca, because we were having some issues with your audio, but okay. I just found out about freaking Shia. I had no idea that he was yeah. the, uh, I knew he was a douche to begin with, but I didn't know oh, that he had I, the abusive side. I just read all of that stuff. Um, you know, I, uh, I mean, I'm not terribly surprised just because of the guy that he is. Not that I know him personally, but just from his history. And then his, like, non-apology is just is just that. It's a non-apology. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. I'm sorry if anybody was affected my, by actions. I'm like, that's not an apology. Yeah, that's not an apology. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, at how I think back to, like, a couple years ago, how much I was championing, championing his, like, resurgence with like his work in honey boy and peanut butter falcon work in peanut butter falcon and i was just go watch those movies go support those movies oh my gosh Shia labeouf is amazing and and then it's and then he's not a nice person and oh i don't know it's yeah it's i'm sad. starting to believe because uh, I, I know i used to debate whether we can separate the artist from the art i just don't think we can, we should do that anymore it's it's become too toxic. It's, it's just too toxic. It gives people way too much ability to you don't know. Like it's easy for you to say, I'm gonna separate the art from the artist, but the person, the woman, the man, whoever's living in that house with that person, they're dealing with it and you're just giving fuel to the fire. You know, I they're still living a normal yeah. life then. Let me ask I'll, you a question, Steve. Does that mean no more Michael Jackson? You know what's funny about Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I don't he, uh, the more I think about it, I, you know how often I listen to him? Quite a bit. Never. Really? No, I don't ever listen. To oh, Michael I thought Jackson. you were like always. Listening Here's to the person, John Lennon. Like huh. he he beat his people. He beat his women. But you that, celebrate the Beatles. I celebrate exactly. But I'm, and it's like you do a well, podcast about the Beatles, Steve. And here's the hard thing: it's like, but the Beatles is not just him. But I'm like, no, 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 no. He is in that group. Yeah. And there's even a lyric that said, "I used to be." Cruel to my women, I beat her and set her apart from the things that she loved. <laughs> what about if a group, and in uh-huh. this case, I, I'm, I don't expect you to know this, but yes. um, you're familiar with the band Judas Priest. I am. You've heard of the band before. I'm, I am very familiar with the priests of Judah. Okay. So they've had a very successful career, but their drummer, this was God, close to 20 years ago, maybe even a little bit more than that. He ended up being a pedophile and he was convicted of it. They just removed him, put someone else and kept on going. Is That's okay, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, but you, it's hard to, it's hard to forgive people like, um, okay, here's another one. And we've talked about this before. Can you ever watch Bill Cosby himself again? I, I, I haven't since the, end. nor have I, as but much if as given I said, the chance, would you? Um, I don't know if I could watch it the same. Cause even little jokes he makes, I'm like, I wonder if that means, I, yeah, dude, I can't do it. <laughs> I decided that like, it's a really funny piece of comedy, but I just can't go back no. and, and look at that anymore. Even, um, I mean, look at, uh, uh, can we watch, I don't um, even want to watch the usual suspects anymore. Oh, Jesus. Oh right? God. Kevin Spacey. Fuck you know? And why are we still watching Woody Allen movies? 
I know. And, oh, and I, actors and actresses still make an excuse for being I, in his movie. You know what? That I have a real big problem with that. I really do. I have a real big problem with people who still are making movies with Woody Allen and have the nerve to say, "Well, I never experienced any bad things." So on this. ridiculous. Well, I'm so glad that you didn't. But there's a whole long list of people exactly. here who have a would like to file a complaint. Um, exactly. It's. It's, it's gross. And, and you know what? There And there are people, and I, I guess it's up to each person because there are people who can look at, at an actor or a singer or, a, or a, a, an artist's work and say, I can separate the person from the art. And I think it depends on the person who's viewing. And I think it depends on what the person has done. Because I... I don't watch Tom Cruise movies anymore and, and for a lot of reasons. And I don't want to give that man any more of my money. If I can watch his stuff, um, if somebody, if I, if I have to watch it, like if, if I'm like going to review it or something, if I can watch it in a way that I don't give him any money, I'll do it. Um, but I, I cannot separate who he is and the things he has done and continues to do from the art that he makes. And that's just me. But I know plenty of people, friends of mine, who who can separate, and I I don't I don't judge them. I don't judge anybody for that. I I can just, um, like when it comes to Cosby, like I I have tried to watch some Cosby Show episodes, and it just makes me sad. Yeah, the Cliff so Huxtable is ruined. Oh, dude. When when I think of what he was trying to teach people on that show. When I think of the the platform he had as a black man to have a black family on TV and everybody, <clears throat> excuse me, wore different skin tones and different shades to show this is a black family. We are and 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 nobody was a maid or a butler mm-hmm, or th- mm-hmm. these were educated people, right? Uh, a doctor and a lawyer got married and had a bunch of kids and all their kids were going to go to college, right? They were all going to, they were, they, they lived in a nice house in Brooklyn. And I mean, this was a black show that people had not seen before. Yes. And, and, and the platform he had and the way that he treated you know, the people on the show, the way he treated Lisa Bonet when she wouldn't so con- conform to what he felt was the right thing to do. He killed her career. Sure did. But then sure did. he goes back to his trailer. He's slipping fucking quaaludes to women and raping yep. them. What yep. the fuck? Yeah. Like, I can't. I, I just watched the Cosby show. Now I'm just sad. I'm just I sad. I can't do it. I mean, I think the only thing, the closest thing I could watch is Different World. You know what? I I have watched a different world. I continue to watch a different world, and I enjoy that. I still enjoy that. It's it is fan- fantastic. They don't. You know what? He, I think there is room if someone does a podcast of a different world <laughs> uh, series or a uh, show by show. It would be huge because I think more people have watched that show than I think. I thought it was just like oh, me and my circle of friends, and the more people I meet, they're like, no, everybody watched a different world. I, I was like, oh. I didn't know that. Huh. I loved Did not know I, that. I loved that. It was show. so good. Best one of the best theme songs. So oh, good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Do you remember in the first season of A Different World they had, and I say this with like no malice, they had the token white kid. Oh, I yeah. loved uh-huh. they had the one white guy on the show. Yep. Yep. 
And then after that, he went away, and it was like an all black, all black cast. All black. And- it was. And how Whitley was in love with Denzel Washington. Oh, like well, it was I a mean, thing. Like it? I'm like, that's right, Denzel. <laughs> oh, Denzel. <laughs> oh, it's so there. And there's so many. Like back then, there were so many. Um, if I watch Bill, if I watch the Cosby Show now, there's a lot of respectability stuff in there. Sure. Well, if you do this, do this, and do this, you'll be treated right. And it's like, oh, he's always thought that. But then in his trailer, he's like, yeah, but I'm above it all. Yes. And so, yeah, it's hard for me to watch Woody Allen, Cosby, any of these people. Um, I'm waiting. I mean, the balls are going to drop on a lot of people in the history. Well, who's so, the newest? So who's like, the newest you know that's up right now? It's Marilyn Manson. Marilyn. That's Manson. new. Yeah, new news Dude. with Evan Rachel Wood. I never. The the good thing is, I never listened to him, and I think people who didn't listen to him kind of look and were like, okay, well, what? I mean, but I feel bad for who went through it. My thing is like skip if I liked him or not. It's terrible that these women had to go through that horrendous experience, well, regardless. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so people need to. Here's the thing: he's still going to have dude bros in his audiences. Make no mistake. Those audience, if anything, they may they're going to be extended through the dude bro society. Yeah, I feel Where, like somehow he'll bounce back. He's never been a favorite of mine. There's a couple of his first two albums I really liked, and after that, I just lost touch completely. But um, his record label, Loma Linda Records, dropped his ass like quick. They just dropped him instantaneously after she put out that tweet. And yeah. I think that's a good thing, and but I that's think that good. he will somehow find a way to bounce back. But well, I, I mean, you're it, right, dude. I think a lot of this is uh, it's going to be back to the dude bro thing where there was a absolutely lot of women in the dude. Before. It's over. The dude bros will save him for sure. But I mean, in in this day and age, I mean, there's a lot of talk when 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 women, and it's not just women, when when, but it's mostly women who are victims of of sexual assault and of being abused by their partner when they do come forward and tell their story there is this huge i mean it is mostly dude bros i mean there's this huge base of dude bros who are like she's just making it up so she could be famous and she could get some kind of money out of this or a book deal that is when you look at how many women have made allegations against people like woody allen is Woody Allen still making movies? He's still making movies. Yep. So no problem. Are, are, are we talking? So all this, you know, complaining about cancel culture. Um, the, more often than not, unfortunately, the abuser will bounce back and still Absolutely. find find an audience. So today we're talking about Shia LaBeouf and and the allegations from his partners or ex partners. And you know what? In a year or two, he'll, he'll be back in the movies. No it's question. not like he's not going to have a career now. And where will she be? Is she going to have to go into hiding like so many women have had to do? Is yeah. she going to have to change her address and change her name and move three times? Because that's yeah. happened too. Probably, yeah. The The thing with Evan Rachel Wood is that she has for a long time spoken about being with somebody who did abuse her. And she's spoken out and become an advocate for it. She is just She had just chosen not to name the person up until now. And that's true. That's yeah. true. And I mean, and you can even look at it how uh, like this Johnny Depp thing. I don't even know what the updates are. But let me tell you, when we did not know what happened, mm-hmm. everyone was like, I don't believe her for some reason. I'm like, why? I don't know. I think she's making it up. Well, why, though? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you automatically think Depp is above this? And you don't know either one of these people. 
So say Depp comes out and he's like, he never was touched. He never, like, or he never hurt her. He never did anything to her. Still, why did you automatically believe he didn't do it? Automatically came to his defense. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? I can understand where afterwards you're like, oh, well, he didn't, so he's a good person. Right. But in the midst of it, there were tons of people being like, she's lying. I'm like, you don't know him. He's not really he's not really the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean guy. He's not yeah. really <laughs> who's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. That's not him. We don't know who he is. We don't know who she is. Right. So, but they automatically came to his defense. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be dangerous. As time goes forward, Oh, it's going to be gross. You know, it's As, even more twisted when they're actors because that's what they do. Oh, so they can put on a front. Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm-hmm. And then with with Homegirl from Harry Potter being like, well, you know, I've talked to him and he seems like a... I'm like, it hasn't even been adjudicated yet. So you had a conversation with him? If you're talking about J.K. Rowling, she should probably just shut the fuck up. <laughs> She's got enough on her oh, plate. Well, I, mean, I mean, can we take anything she says seriously at this point? Yeah, like, yeah, I you're mean, right. Nope, you're right. You're I, right, you're and, right. And, and that's nothing against you, Steve. Like, I'm not, I'm not like yelling nope, at you right, about you're it. Right. Um, but I, I, she's proven to clearly not be an ally to marginalized groups. So, I mean, I, I think we can kind of whatever she says, we'll just be like, oh, okay, that's. That's nice. Go, go go sit over there. She is a horrible person. <laughs> she is. And it, you know what? It breaks my heart. It breaks Bummer. my heart. Because I'm not really a big Harry Potter fan to begin with. I've seen all the movies. Um, it's not your I, thing. It's not my thing. And it had nothing to do with her. But this is how before I knew who she was. and Or I should say what she was. But I mean, then to have her come out and say all these terrible things Jesus. about transgender women. And then to the point to have the cast come out and say we are not with her in any way shape or form we are not on her side in this and then for her to just keep doubling down and and insisting that her her disgusting viewpoint is right it's just it breaks my heart for people who are true fans of harry potter people who are like i want more of this universe but i I hate what the creator is saying. Like that to me, I I am I'm heartbroken for those people because yes. that is like a fandom that they truly loved and and probably still love. But I'm one you, of those people. It's I it's kind of it. fucked up. It's gross. I, if, if I, you know, I was, found, a, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I was excited to hear that they're doing this live action Harry Potter sure. related show. I think it's on HBO Max, and that intrigued me. But you're right. There's just such this such a dark veil over it now. I, I get it. Yeah. It's almost like you want to watch these things in the dark when no one's looking or something. Literally. It. And it's, and it's such a tough part because there's a conversation to be had. If someone was like, Hey, in this, in, 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 uh, uh, like if kids were like, well, how do we, if someone's transgender and they're running and they're in my brain, they're transgender, but aren't they still a guy? And da, 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 da. my son asked me and I was like, no, they've changed. Well, how is it fair though? I'm like, they're going to have to figure out how to make it fair. They are a woman. The end. If we, you have to see it that way. That's what it is. Or that woman is now a man. Game over. The, now figure out from that standpoint how we do sports and everything. Start there. Right. And then figure out how to go from there. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, well, if how about we don't believe them and figure out how to keep sports the same? How about you do believe them and figure out how sports change in order to help them, in order to help their existence? Mm-hmm. Do that. Isn't that what we should be doing? Or are you just like, no, I want to make billions of dollars, though. Is that, that's right. where we are now, huh? 
That's what's important. Yeah, but Figure I love out how money to make more it work. People, Steve. Oh, it's such a conundrum. <laughs> I I hate like when people are like, yeah, but sports won't be fair. It's not fair that it, you know they're Bach. I'm like, you know, why don't you start from this is who they are and go from there. That's the baseline. Game over. Now figure it out. It's your job. You get a lot of money. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's gross, dude. But I know. Okay, Dan. Okay, we're gonna move forward. We're so yeah, off I was track. gonna say. It's really I like was gonna say we should probably get back on track since we have some let's reviews to do, and we weren't really gonna do news in the first place. So you know, let's let's, let's just do this. Let's thing. do that. What well, we should have yeah. done before I derailed we'll do that. us. <laughs> it's okay. Back. No, 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 no. It's all good. I just like talking, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, back to business here. We did watch some movies, you guys. So uh, yeah. what should we talk about first? I believe that uh, you both did your due diligence and ended up watching all three. Is that correct? Yes, I, I watched all three things. Nice. Steve? I did 2.75. 2.75, and the 0.75 is the one we were talking about, right? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So let's go ahead and start off with HBO Max's release of The Little Things. Now, <laughs> let, me give the, let me give the premise real quick, all right? Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should have been quick evidence-gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in a... <clears throat> excuse me, in a search for the serial killer who is terrorizing the city. It's written by John Lee Hancock. It's also directed by him. Stars Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. Let's talk about this movie. Uh, I definitely have some opinions about this, but uh, Rebecca, please, what did you think? You know, um, I, <laughs> this, there is, there is a good movie in this somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's that that's not what I watched. Um, it's it's an interesting premise. It's more than an interesting premise. I think it's a very good premise. And I think with the star power that's in it, Jared Leto, Rami Malek, Denzel Washington, like how could you fail with this with this movie? Um, the movie was a slog to get through. It was it was just very drawn out and. Um, it was edited really weird. Lots of really weird quick cuts in, in odd spots. Um, I personally think this movie would have been better if they had made it like maybe a four to six episode miniseries and done like a really good character study on on these characters in here. Um, it's It's just, it's not a great movie. It's like an okay movie and I'm, being a little generous even with the okay it's just it's very it's very difficult to get through and it just takes forever to get to the point and then the ending is interesting i think the ending has some interesting stuff um but it's not a great ending either Um, the ending was actually what got me going okay i need to think a little bit about this because there's 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 a there's some character issues with this part what you say yeah yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but the ending was definitely something that uh, stuck out I thought the ending was interesting. There, there was something that did happen in the ending that I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like that I thought was like a, a really interesting end to the story. Um, but, and I don't want to give it away if anybody wants to watch it then. And I don't want to say what it is, but, um, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I thought it was like, okay, I see, I see why they did that. And, you know, and- we could talk spoilers. Can, can we? Because I feel you know like what? Let's do it. Hey, there's going to give you a warning right now. Spoilers on this one. I should have put it up. At the, maybe I'll put it on the notes. But just know, spoilers from this point on. So when Denzel sends Rami Malik the hair clip, 
Like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Like, right. he did not want him to live with the guilt. He yeah. wanted to give him a piece of something to go, you see, what we did was right. Right. And and you could see when he gets it, he's like, oh, like, he, he like, visibly feels better. And then you right. see Denzel burning a pack of hair clips. He just bought one and sent it to him. And I thought that was probably that was very interesting to me. I thought it was a it was a neat part of the ending. The other part that I really loved is when Jared Leto takes Rami Malek out to the to the farm and he's got him digging up. Oh, maybe it's over here, maybe it's over. Like that whole scene was great. But by the time you get to that, you're just like, oh, come on, get to the point of the movie. Like, I, I just, it was hard for me to, that, the the last 45 minutes for me don't redeem the rest of the movie. So what I took from the ending, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is maybe you don't know either. I, I think that he did it. I'm pretty sure he did, but they never really, they never really gave that to us. They just sort of alluded to it. It was one of those things like, you know, I do know. But then again, he's also like a crime buff. So he knows a lot about these things. He did have the history of turning himself in and confessing to something. And they proved it, you know, that it was bogus. But I got the impression that he actually was the guy. But because they didn't necessarily know if they were ever going to truly find that out, particularly with what happens to him at the end. I got that Denzel's character, Dean's or Deke's, whatever, was had like looked at his life, looked at Rami's mouth, excuse me, looked at Rami Malik and said, okay, this guy's got a family. He's happy. He's got kids. He's, you know, way, way, way into his career. He's a blue flamer, just shooting out of his ass, trying to do the, the right thing. And he's always going to live with this. And if I don't do something to give him further belief that he was right, he is going to drive his life into the ground, much like I did mine. Right. And if that's the case, cool i guess and maybe that's just the old the old cop looking out for the for the new cop and you know seeing himself in there but then you know there's it was the whole thing of him tampering with the evidence they did that a couple of times where they they sort of you know allowed things to happen that probably shouldn't happen and we've seen this in movies before uh by the way did anyone else get seven vibes off of this yes yeah i think this movie really 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 wanted to be seven not seven at all if you haven't seen seven check it out because that is a fantastic movie but that's the impression that it gave me is that he was just trying to cover it up. So this guy didn't further ruin his life and end up just like him when he was T- older. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like this movie, like you're saying, there's a, there's a good movie in there somewhere. I mean, I know that Steve and I kind of, we riff on Jared Leto a lot, but I think he did a fantastic job in that. And you have Rami Denzel who never misses. And then of course, Jared Leto, you, there's a movie there and the script, the acting was really good. It was just the pacing it was the lack of story and the lack of character building. And then that even even more when it comes to the character bu- character building, they didn't know each other that well. It's not like they'd been through, what was it, maybe a week's time? Right. Maybe. But yet Denzel's willing to do all of this for him. I don't know. I just really wasn't buying it. And uh, so I, I enjoyed the movie, but I, I, it's not something that I would be like, oh, you have to watch this. I don't even know if I would. Um, I don't think I'm going to even rate it too high because it was like such a letdown at the end. Uh Steve, do you want to go ahead and say something, and then I'll get my rating at the end? I'm, I'm the outcast because I really enjoyed this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I really, for me, it was uh, as soon as Denzel, I knew exactly what was going down. This strapped-in young kid that, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take the world by storm. And it's not happening the way he thought it was. He thought 
you come in, you do the detective work, and you find the killer. And in walks this guy who did everything differently, but but somehow he was more of a successful, legendary person that caught serial killers. And so he's like, well, I want to learn from him. And even Denzel keeps on giving these warnings, being like, you do not want to do this like me. But then soon he's like, well, skip it. Come If you really want to know how this goes, he even went to the one time in the beginning, he started doing things by himself. Rami came to him and said, hey, I noticed you went to that other building. What were you doing? And Denzel's like, are you sure you want to, is this what you want to do? Okay, come on through. And he turned, he transforms into Denzel. He, it took in his whole life, his whole life. He said, look, we're angels and we own them. And right when he said that, Rami was not, Rami was not the same. Because mm-hmm. in his brain, he owned these people now. It's on me to catch the killer. And he's not catching them. He owns them. It's like, geez, that is devastating. And then when you find out why Denzel is owning these people, what he did accidentally. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'd own that too. I was like, yeah, that was an honest mistake, but you would never want to go back to that. And at the end, when he sends him the, when he sends him the barrette, um, I genuinely thought that was the barrette until later on when he burns everything. And then, um, okay, I'm not a Jared Little fan, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like the guy. <laughs> He annoys the crap out of me, mm-hmm. but I will admit he walked different. His gait was different. The way he carried himself was different. I said, wow, Jared Leto is doing his thing in this one. When he had the scene in the field where he's just like, up, oh, not where I thought it was. I said, oh man, this is really fun. Mm. Like, what is he doing? Right. I don't know what he was doing, but it was enough to make me be like, Oh, Rami's going to be crazy. He's losing his mind slowly. And it was, he was needling him and needling him and needling him. Um, And so you kind of smelled, this is going to go one of two ways. I just love the shit he would do. Like he would, uh, remember when he was leading Denzel on the car chase and he would just keep doing circles (laughs) or when he's like, when he calls the cops on them and he's just sitting there having his drink. And watching everything go down at his apartment. He just Dude. loved oh, yeah. screwing with them. And that's, Fan. I really think that was probably the best. Char- I don't know. Like, I really wanted to know more about this character. But that's kind of one of my favorite roles of, of Jared Leto. I have he to say. did a fantastic job. And I loved how, you know, uh, you know, Denzel rearranged the interview room. He's like, is it okay if I move this stuff? Because you guys have it too, a certain way. If you really want. And, and how Denzel was just watching him through the window. And I just loved how Rami Malek was this tight, crimped, hey, I have my suit on and everything. And slowly he started devolving into this thing taking over his very existence. Mm-hmm. This thing was, uh, it wasn't a, a profession anymore. It was, it just consumed him. And, you, you know, there's a part where you get to meet Denzel's wife. And it's like, Rami, that's where you're going to be. Exactly. That's where you're going to be if you don't. And Denzel smelled it. And he sent him the letter that said the perfect thing. And it's like, even, but here's the thing, uh, the spoilers. Here's the thing. The letter was like, there are no angels. What he's telling him is, even if we don't get the perfect guy, no one's an angel on this planet. Mm-hmm. He did something. <laughs> he did something. So we got a bad guy off the street. And for you, I'll give you the bread and say that he did that. 
Right. If that's going to make you sleep okay. But the only thing that really confused me about this, and we'll never find this out. It's not like they're going to make this movie, you know, a sequel or something like that. But it bothered me that it's like, okay, what if it wasn't him? Yes. Like I said, it could have been him. But if it wasn't him, Denzel just sent homie a Brett, a barrette rather, or a clip. And like the other shoe will drop. If it's a serial killer, it's going to happen again. Totally. So I don't know. It was kind of But you have to trust like Denzel. His senses as this old seer, he's like, it was him. Will we find everything we need? Probably not. He said, the only thing that's going to dig this guy back up is you. You keep your mouth shut. This thing goes away because it was him. Mm-hmm. You're not going to you're not going to have to worry about any more bodies. Because let me tell you something. I've done this a long time and it was him. You shut your mouth and you will never hear another word from him. And even the at the end, the FBI was like, look, the trail is cold. There's nothing, no more, nothing. We have nothing. I'm like, yeah, because there's never going to be another body. Because it was him. It's just Rami needs to have 100%. And Denzel was like, you give me 70%. It was him. I'm good. Rami needs 100. So he was like, here's the barrette then. Fine. Take it. You got your 100. (laughs) 60% is enough for me. I'm pretty sure that weirdo did something. Because he also was like, did you tell anyone else about this mile marker? Is it in the, is it in any released information? And he's like, no. So how else would he know that? It was him. There's no other possibility. But then later on, you hear a, uh, you hear a cop scanner in Jared Little's house. So you're like, maybe that's how he knew. Yeah. It's just a lot of stuff. But he's like, look, Dude's weird enough where it was him. Let's call it a day. Zip it up. I'm going back home. Holla at your boy. Never contact me again. Dude's buried. Peace. I thought I, after the movie, I was like, I, li- I liked it. I, I was hate in. It. I did not I hate was, this movie. Yeah, I was in, dude. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Guys, give your rate or um, y'all give, give your rating. Uh, Rebecca, go ahead. I think I'm going to give this one uh, two out of five. Hmm. Two, okay. two out of five barrettes. <laughs> I like it. I was going to, I wanted to give this movie more. Like I said, mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's at least a four somewhere yes. in this movie. Mm-hmm. However, it's not that. I just had some issues with it that kept me, it like stuck in my head more than it should have. And like I said, I enjoyed the acting and everything. I just think that the story didn't quite do what I needed it to do. And I, I kept finding myself comparing it to seven, which is just a far superior movie, but there are lots of similarities that said, I think that they did a great job, but I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a, uh, I'll give it a three. Really get a three. Yeah. I'll give it a three out of five. Shirley temples. Dope. I'm going to give this movie a three out of five bullet keychains. There it is. Cool. All, right. All right. Well, then I, you liked it a little more than me, but we sort of rated the same. I tend to go a little higher with you my You go ratings. high, yeah. That's what it uh, is. Maybe it's more of a 2.5, 2.75, but like I said, there's a quality movie in there, and I think that's why I'm going a little bit higher on this one. Rami's a freaking star. He's an interesting looking cat, too. That dude, yeah. that's what the, uh, uh, Melissa kept on saying. Man, he looks interesting. About 15 times yeah. through the whole movie. They're like, she's like, Gosh, that's an interesting well, movie. It's guy. like I know that we like this movie better than some, but when I was watching this movie, I'm like, oh, I know why they picked him to be Freddie Mercury. Like, Dude. you know, like it should have been Sasha Baron Cohen, but I, I get why they picked him. He's got I, that, yes. that bridge. He's got that upper. That upper uh, maxillary situation going on, dude, where the teeth just come out a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. And also know, there's a part where not hating. Kind of, I'm just making a statement. Oh, yeah. He breaks. He says, um, 
hey, man, I like that we're hanging out together and you're, you know, we're giving tips. He's like, but if you pee on my leg and say there's rain, we're done. Yeah. I said, I love that part where because I was thinking, oh, Denzel's just using him to get places. And for Rami to say that, I was like, I love it. That means he knew. He's like, look, dude, I'm not dumb. I'm giving you all this information, but don't make it seem like you're doing me some sort of favor here. You're not. I was like, oh, I like it. I cannot do a Rami Malik, but he's got the most interesting delivery sometimes, the way he talks. He just slows instead of How he down. hasn't played a serial killer yet, I do not understand. Yeah, I don't know. He's a, he's a very interesting. He'd character. get arrested on the spot. They'll be like, oh, I know who did it. It's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those weavy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy right there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about hashtag life. I wasn't expecting both of you to watch this one. Is it life or like? All right, thank you very much. I actually okay. wrote like. I was, I was about to say, oh crap. No, you're 100% right. I'm sorry about that. I fuck up sometimes. Let's talk about, no. instead, let's talk about we hashtag. Talking about the um, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy vehicle. Yeah, that's a good movie, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better movie than this one, I think. <laughs> but let's talk about hashtag like. That's the movie. This movie's actually from 2019, but I believe they're just releasing this one now. So I'm going to call it a 2021 movie because that's when I saw Thank it. Thank you. A Woodstock teen, Rosie, mourning the first anniversary of her younger sister's death, discovers the mysterious man who sexploited and bullied her sister to commit suicide and is back online. This movie is uh, directed by Sarah Pirzek, I believe is how you say her name. It's also written by her. It stars Mark Menchaca, Sarah Rich, and Jeff Wincott. Um, does anyone, you know what? I don't want to go first on this one. Uh, someone else go. Who, who wants I'm to not going to go because I only watched two. Po- oh, like, that's I, right. That's right. Then yeah, you know so what? I'm going to let y'all discuss this because I clocked out. Rebecca, would you like me to go first or do you want to go first? I, I can go first if you don't want to go first. Oh, I don't mind. I was just trying to, you know, give you the, give you the courtesy. <laughs> please, please do. Um. Uh, okay, the synopsis is very intriguing, and um, this is another case, though, of a really great idea and not executed well. Um, mm-hmm. This movie was, again, it was it's only like an hour and a half, but um, I had trouble really understanding, like... <sighs> It's this, this Are we, we going to do spoilers on this one? I didn't mean to cut you no, off, Rebecca. No, do you want to do spoilers? Fine. Um, Maybe we can, if that's okay. Spoilers at the top for the rest of the show. <laughs> just letting you know. Um, Okay, so like, I understand the, I understand Rosie's motivations, right? She, mm-hmm. um, her sister, and, and we don't get the full story till like the end of the movie. That's the other thing. Like the full story of what happened comes out like at the end of the of the movie. But her sister commits. Uh, her, her sister died a year ago, and um, we know it had something involving school stuff, and um, and so she's like, I don't know. She's like this typical teenager who's like she and her friends. They get together and they smoke and they drink and they get high and whatever. Uh, that's fine. The teenagers do that these uh these kids today and all that but um so she she see it seems like she finds she she decides to go after the guy who online cyber bullied her sister um and we find out like at the end that like basically he pushed her into um showing him her her breasts and she flashed him and then he wanted her to do more stuff for him and she wouldn't and he then sent a picture of of her of her breasts to like everyone in the school and everyone in the school 
made fun of her and the boys tried to touch her and i mean she was bullied and pushed and um she ended up killing herself it's a terribly tragic story and i i wish they could have done more with that aspect of it like i wanted sort of more investigation stuff but instead like it seems like she finds the guy very quickly and and then she like straight up kidnaps him uh, ties him up in her bomb shelter but then the end of the movie he wasn't the guy and i felt like the movie uh, sorry steve i just spoiled it all for you oh no <laughs> dan what did i tell you that was the last thing you told me I go, he's not the guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you knew um, it. you knew it she he's not the guy she tries to kill herself with him there and then he's the dad of the boy who she kind of liked and then there's no clear answer to me of who was the person and she's like oh well i guess we all had a hand in it so i don't really i was very disappointed in this movie i i felt it was it was very disappointing for what the it was trying to tackle i i didn't yeah think it was executed well at all you want to rate it um oh gosh i'm only uh it's so hard sometimes because I'm like, all right, I gave the other one two out of five, and I think this one's even worse. So I, I got to give it a 1.5 out of five, uh, 1.5 out of five uh, beer bottles. Uh, thanks for playing. It's fucking hard sometimes. Yeah, I know. I love, I love Rebecca's way of, that's how I think of things. Like, I think of other things I've gave a three, yeah. and I'm like, that movie's not as good I as know, that, that's, so I have I know. to rate I it I just lower. said the other one was a two, and is this one <laughs> yep. the same, or That's worse? how my brain and works. And how can I justify my rating if I, if I yep. you know, like, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it 1.5 so out of 5. I just, for what the movie is is supposed to be about, I don't think it's about that at all. And and okay. and she spends the whole movie like I'm gonna get vengeance for my sister. I'm gonna make this guy fucking pay. Which I'm I I get that motivation. But then when she realizes it's not him, she's just like, oh well, I guess I'll kill myself now. I I I just was like, what? 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 Go, go to therapy, honey. Work it out. Like mom's gonna be pissed. Yeah. Oh man, mom's gonna be pissed when she finds out a guy down here tied up. What do you think, Steve? Um, I it, for me it was just like I clocked out right around the time there's a there's one part I said this is gonna be bad there when she sees such and such man missing posters up on the tree and she's shocked oh my god people know he's missing I'm like yeah that tends to be <laughs> what happens when someone is missing people start looking for said person and then later on like she she he he she drugs him or something he gets sick and I thought. Oh, the only justification for this movie doing this is if it's not the guy. And I was texting Dan. I was like, we were talking. I was like, oh, it's not him. It's for sure not him because that's the only reason they would do this. I'm not going to finish it. Once Dan said, hey, we also want to watch that other movie. I'm like, oh, well, then I'm going to watch the other movie. I'm not going to finish this. So from what I saw, I'm right there with Rebecca. I'm giving it a 1.75. 1.75 puke bucket. All right. There I'm with go. you. Was it, now, was it a puke bucket? I don't think it was a puke bucket, Steve. It was more of a poopy bucket. It was a shit bucket. I thought he puked in it. No, he sat on that bucket. He's like, I need that bucket. And you, you I know, but heard. at first, he, I thought he was throwing up. He bent over. And oh, so that he, oh, now he went, my brain thought puke. He went full on. What's that movie? The green, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The green uh, with the cannibals. Oh, shoot. The green, the green Inferno. 
He went, she went, yeah, that dude went Jeez, full that on was green a rough move anyway. <laughs> but I, I'm with you guys. I don't really have a lot to say about this one. Um, what I will say is I've seen this movie before in some, some, actually all the movies that we've watched sure. have tropes that I've seen before. It doesn't always necessarily make it a bad movie though. I mean, you know, sometimes those, some tropes are essential to just to tell the story. In this case, it's like, I've seen this movie it was just sort of flipped gender wise. And I just really had trouble with the fact that I get it. Like, I understand where she's coming from. She lost her sister. She's, you know, PTSD. She's been on this mission for a while and she thinks she's found this guy, but she went so hardcore with that. Like no research other than hearing a guy say, I double dog dare you. That was it. That was the only thing. And she went way hardcore to the point of, you know, when she, like the scene with a dildo, did you get that far, Steve? Yes, dude. You know, and she's taking pictures. And I'm led to believe that she did insert that when she was taking pictures. Oh, so she, she went did. super, she did. Yeah, super, super hardcore on this person. And I've seen shit like this before. We were talking about Game of Thrones earlier. I mean, the whole uh, Ramsey Bolden thing, right? Yeah. That's just like a long-term torture <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. But here's the deal. She finds out at the end that it's not him. And then she tries to kill herself. And I don't know if I was him... If I would have been like, oh, no, I better help her. <laughs> like I would have just been fucking out. You made me shit in a bucket. You inserted, F, you know, you did your thing. I don't know if I would have done what he did, but he did. Yeah. And then it just kind of goes away. But the other thing that was bothering me about this movie is, like Rebecca said, the son, or excuse me, the guy that she's liking is his son, right? And he seems to be, he turns out to be a douche, too. Well, he turns out to be an asshole, too, yeah. Yeah, so, but did he, was he the one that put the sign up saying that dad's missing? Because he didn't seem to have a fucking problem whatsoever. He was just rolling about his day, asking for dates and whatnot. Right, and- like, because even he says, like, even that scene when they're in the pool, mm-hmm. and um, she asks him, like, do you live with your mom and dad? He's like, I live with my mom right now, and my dad just got back. So, like, oh, that's right. It's the only right. reference to his father and it's a throwaway line, which I get for the reveal when she gets into his house and she sees pictures of Rory. Then it's like, oh, shit, that's his kid. Um, I mean, are we supposed to believe that, like, Rory is the... I mean, I don't think the movie was trying to say that. I don't think the movie was saying that Rory was the guy who did this terrible thing to the sister. Uh-huh. I, I definitely think the movie is saying it's some other guy in the shadows um, who we don't get to really see but it's just and then also too what happened to the guy that she kidnapped he saves her right and then what where did everything's hunky-dory she drives his truck somewhere and leaves it and then she where did he go did he go (laughs) home like where did he go to the hospital where where was he did he die somewhere where is he he just left nobody knows i i and, and not that I need, like, I get sometimes we don't get happy endings in movies, and I'm not saying this had to be a happy ending movie for me, but I just wanted, there was, I by the end of the movie, I felt like there, what, what was the point of me watching this? Like, yeah. she didn't grow as a person, she didn't grow as a character, she didn't come to some, oh my god, I need help moment. No, she just was like, oh, I, I, I. She the only growth she had, quote unquote, was that she was able to admit that she didn't help her and support her sister enough that she felt like I, I wasn't there for her. But like an hour and a half doesn't justify that to me. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to give this movie a lower rating as well. I will go. I, I, I thought that, it, again, it had something like 
it intrigued me a little bit by the trailer. I thought it was going to go a different direction. And, uh, but I will say one thing before I rate, because you, you sort of mentioned it when you said the man in the shadows, were you referring to the literal man in the shadows at the end of the movie? Yes, that guy. Because that's when I'm like looking and I even paused it. I'm like, is that Mark Menchaca? I can't really, I don't know why he would go through all everything he went through and then like, you know, jump right back into it, knowing that the sister was killed. Sure. But it kind of looked like him a little bit. I'm like, what? I, Okay, I guess we're just, that's not him, obviously. It's yeah. not the son. We're just going to have to understand that he is this. Yeah, they, this, they kept uh, it very ambiguous just so you would be like questioning, who is it? But, uh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, what what a shame because this, again, a really interesting idea, a really, a really relevant idea of like how, you know, like revenge porn is used against people. Like I thought like this was, this was absolutely could have been a really good movie. And the other thing, too, is that it, there's a message to be heard here. I mean, they, they definitely were going for something, I think, and then they just sort of let it go awry. But this stuff does happen a lot. There is a lot of online bullying and things and people taking their lives. So, you know, because of that and people, uh, you know, like they said, even the teacher got involved with this at a certain point where he was making jokes right, in class. Yeah. And I do believe that that toxic behavior exists. We know it to exist. So they had good intentions it just it just sort of fell flat so i'm gonna go ahead and give it uh yeah you know 1.5 out of five drug pieces for me it was just i i would not recommend this movie fair enough yeah all right and lastly i'm i'm curious about this one if you don't mind i'll go first on this one yes all right sure. so i asked y'all to watch palmer starring justin timberlake it's uh exclusively on apple tv plus an ex-convict strikes up a friendship with a boy from a troubled home that's pretty much the gist of the of the uh, movie and um like I just said a few minutes ago, every movie that we're talking about this week is just chock full of tropes. This one included. I will say, though, that somehow this one for me, I don't know what you guys are going to say about this, but for me, this movie ended up working. There's a lot that like the first half of it, I could have really picked it apart. We've seen this a hundred times. The guy that's it's a it's a redemption movie. The guy comes home. He wants to make his life better. And even to the point of meeting the little boy again, spoilers at the top of this. We've seen all of those things before, and I wasn't really sold on it at first because I know Justin Timberlake can act. I don't think he's a fantastic actor, but I think that he is talented. But the delivery he was giving of just the whole kind of grunting and just saying a little bit, I thought, okay, is is this how it's going to be the entire movie? And of course, as we know, as the movie carries on, he tends to warm up because of the, uh, you know, the addition of this child. And the child, by the way, is played by a kid named Ryder Allen, who's an eight year old like ridiculously good actor like this kid. I fell in love with this kid. And I think quite honestly, he's what makes the movie. And I love the message that they were giving with him about, you know, it's okay to be different. And I'm just using that word for the purposes of this conversation. I love that this kid didn't really see anything wrong with the way, even though people all around him were trying to tell him, you're, you know, you're acting like a girl, you're dressing like a girl, you're doing things, even Palmer, you're doing things that only a girl should do. And don't, doesn't that bother you? And, and, you know, like he's talking about the, uh, this kid, Sam wants to be a, uh, I forget what it was called. It was like the princess club or something. His kid's obsessed with princesses, which really bugged Palmer at first until he got to know this kid and, and found out how wonderful he was. But he asked him, he's like, look, don't you see that this is all geared towards girls little girls and you're a boy so what does that tell you and he gave the perfect answer he's like that means i can be the first and i just there was just something about the delivery that this kid did some of the reactions that he had and of course the story of the what he's going through 
I'm going to be real with you guys. Like I loved this movie. And even though I know it has a lot of tropes in it, but 100%, I don't know what it was. I had a fucking lump in my throat for like the set from the second half of this movie on pretty much the entire time. And I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't in fucking tears by the end of this movie. So, um, I'll hold off on, no, ah, fuck it. I'll rate it. Um, there are other things about this one that, um, you know, again, we fall into the tropes, uh, his friends, You've seen these guys before, these kind of like backwoods guys, all of that shit. There is just something that we've seen in movies before. But uh, it was just some of the things that happened to this kid that really, really made me feel for him, particularly when the adult, his uh, just Palmer's friends get involved and they they uh, hold this kid down and put makeup all over his face and everything. And, and the way that he reacted when he came home, and he was just so traumatized. That scene, even when when Palmer goes to do what he does. It's all been there, but for some reason, and I don't know what it is, this movie completely fucking worked for me and I loved it. So I'm going to give this one uh, tropes and all. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four out of five. I'll give it a four or five root beer floats. I loved it. I fucking cried like a baby watching this movie. All right, Rebecca, it's up to you. It's, it's, it's on you. It's okay. So, it's okay. Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> I did not know Justin Timberlake could act this good. I, I like did what I'm hearing. Not know this. Um, Yes, this movie has a lot of tropes. Have you guys ever seen the movie Gifted with Chris Evans? I have. Love yeah. that movie. Okay. Love that movie. This movie movie gave me very gifted vibes. It's a very similar story. Um, you know, Chris Evans is the uncle and he's got the little girl who's like in mm-hmm. his care and, you know, oh, and he comes to love her and then he wants to fight for her and there's different different circumstances different situations but there's also a teacher and they get it on and all that so yes have we seen some version of this movie before we have what i think um and i'm gonna agree 100 percent with you dan that Ryder allen the little boy who plays sam just kills it in this movie he kills it this is a little boy who's eight years old growing up in louisiana wherever part they are in of Louisiana, this is not exactly the woke part of the state. So they Mm -hmm. are just like, this boy is, he wears a barrette in his hair. He, he likes to dress like a princess. He likes to do things that are traditionally quote unquote girl things to do. Um, And, and the movie is not here to ram some kind of, you know, agenda, quote unquote, down your throat here, because the kid isn't like, I'm gay and I'm proud. That's not who this kid is. This kid is just, but I just like to do these things. Totally. But that's just what I like to do. Like, I like to play with dolls. This is what I like. Um, and And the fact that he's just so accepting of himself at such a young age, at eight years old, if someone at eight years old, when I wanted to watch Transformers and my mom told me Transformers are not for girls, I didn't watch Transformers for another 10 years. Like, I, 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 did, I was not that kid to be like, but I like them. Like, I, this kid is being told at every turn by most people that he's around that he is, I mean, they even call him the F word. I, I don't like that word. Mm-hmm. I will not use it, but you know yeah, what I no mean? Um, they call him the F word. They, they say he's a fairy. They, oh, the whole nine. Right. But this kid is just so mm-hmm. comfortable in his own skin. I mean, and completely his, unfazed, completely, but it's just what I like to do. And are, are, are we in spoilers? Oh yeah. Go okay. For it. When he gets 
that certificate at the end that he's in the Flying Princess Club. Jesus Christ. The tears, the tears were rolling down my cheeks and i'm like and he just he just wanted to be in the club and now he's in the club <laughs> and i'm just like i mean i and and i the rolling fat tears rolling down my cheeks because this it was such a beautiful end to the movie um i absolutely loved it i am gonna also i'm gonna go four out of five root beer floats what a great thing to pick Root beer floats are heaven in a cup, as this kid said. So this is true. And the kid had lines, right? For everything, he had great oh comebacks my for everything. God, when I love when, um, when, uh, so so Justin Timberlake's on parole, right? So he's got to go to his parole officer, and he and when that that lady comes up to him in the store and she's like, "You got no business raising the kid," and and he's like. He goes to see that man every week, and he's doing good. So mind your ass. I was mind like, your ass. Oh, he's so sassy. And then when they go outside, and he's like, "You think I'm doing good?" And he's like, "Absolutely." Oh, oh my god. I was god. just like, <gasps> tears again. It was just, oh my god, what a great. It is tropey, but I love it. It worked for me too. I thought it was just such a beautiful message with this kid being as unique as he is and the environment he was growing up in. I, I, you have to watch this one. This one I think is worth it. It's totally worth it. And also while you're at it, watch Gifted with Chris Evans because that's a really sweet really movie good. too. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, by the way, you're going to hear like gardeners and shit in the background. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is, man. It's it's a podcast. Life, what can dude. I say? It's that's how life works. Sometimes that's how it is. But I'll make it fast. I just want to say one thing real quick is that I wanted to give, even though I really love Juno Temple, particularly from Ted Lasso. I think she's just sort of won me over. She did a great job too. I think she was might have been a little bit over the top. Might have fell into that that um, that uh, tropey side of things. She, she was the mom. She was the mom. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, she just contributed to the story. And then, of course, and I always forget this fucking guy's name. What the hell's his name? He's the guy that's in uh, Dean Winters. Sorry, Dean Winters mm. is the guy I'm talking about. Does he ever play a different character? No. Or is it always I mean, just that? He's always great always in the insurance that. commercials. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's find a guy that looks like he likes to fight and we'll call you an F word or something yeah. like that. Let's get him. And it's always that guy. I'm yeah. sure yeah. he's great, but he definitely does a thing, doesn't he? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Ever since Oz. Yeah. What'd you think, Steve? So, um... I think uh, what I'll say this about this movie. If tropey, which you, uh, Dan knows, I tropes are a thing that's just like, you know, (laughs) we've seen. I just, and here's what, and I like Justin Timberlake though. Dan also knows I'm a Justin Timberlake fan, oddly enough. I do. (laughs) I do like Justin of the Lake of Timber. Um, (laughs) So, um, when I started watching this movie, I obviously knew, okay, number one, Steve, you are going to be able to write this movie stopping now. You'll be able to write everything that happens in this movie till the end. Um, I didn't see Sister Girl coming in. I wouldn't have written that. But uh, By the way, <laughs> does she not look like Alicia Keys? Yes, she ah, does. She, 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 has, she smells like her. I definitely got the Alicia Keys vibe. She could be uh, her cousin. Like that's, yeah, yeah. She, 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 yeah, exactly. There you go. She's related to the Keys. Um. I thought that this movie was, I think it's perfectly fine. Like if someone was like, hey, what's a good movie for me and my girl to watch? I'd be like, ah, perfectly. That's that's a good. And the only, here's the thing. This movie would be low if it wasn't for Ryder. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for his perform or they, I'm not sure how, um, you know, he, uh, I don't know. But if it wasn't for this wonderful kid's performance, it would be fairly low. They saved the movie. 
saves the movie single-handedly for me. I'm like, this kid is a star. To kind of comment on what you were just saying right now, I did watch uh, like an interview between the two of them on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Ryder Allen was just simply acting his ass off. Oh, so it's a he, it's it's not He's one of those boy. things where how I just, a, okay. He, cool. I, I would assume that he relates as a boy. Yes. Okay, cool. Or identifies um, as a boy. He is a freaking star. Um, Justin Timberlake did fine. He did, he did as much as like a person who puts on a play at high school will do. A decent job. But the kid, I said he saved the movie for me. Everyone else was good. Juno is always good. But that kid and the grandma, I love her in everything she does. Oh, Every Jesus. time I see her, I love her. I'm like, oh. Poor Miss um, Vivian. I, I love her. And I thought that, um, oddly enough, another person that I said that's an accurate portrayal is uh, the janitor manager. Yep, that's him. Um, the And the <laughs> principal. I knew that principal. I remember that principal who will be like, hey, Steve, I've noticed you haven't been, you know, interacting with people. Is everything okay? I was like, oh, I know that guy. I remember him. So he did a good, I think the whole story was full of people doing a perfectly fine job mm. until you get to writer. And he was just like, Hey, I decided to put on a clinic today. You guys want to come? Yeah. Cool. And he just puts on an acting kids. Clinic. Like you want to keep up? We got a movie to do. <laughs> good luck. Like even when he's like, there's one part where they're at the table and, uh, Justin Timberlake does a line saying, you call, you're calling me a liar. And he said, yes, sir, I am. Yes. I said, he delivered that line better. <laughs> like, it was a quick throw-off line. And I said, he's a natural. The kid's just a natural. I pray that he doesn't stay in show business. I hope this is the only movie he ever does. I hope he has a normal life and lives a happy-go-lucky <laughs> existence. Because kid stars tend not to do too well. That being said, I will not relinquish my ability to see him in said future movies if right. he does choose to act. But um, he is an adorable kid. I will say this is a middle of the road if you, you've seen this before, but it is worth watching to see Ryder get his acting on and just see how good this kid is and see how, uh, how much he chews scenery and see how natural he plays this character that apparently isn't even really him. This how kid is eight years it. old. He's Keep amazing. that in mind. Eight years he, old. He and I think he's doing amazing. shit the level of Jacob Tremblay. Myself, oh, just oh, from oh, one hundred percent, right? Oh, just from this movie alone. 100%. Hey, you know what? Jacob had to start somewhere, and I have not I seen know. this kid in anything else. But I, if he I, keeps doing what he did in this movie, he is right there with it. Yes, right? he's mm -hmm. on his way, but he did not give me the feels of a dying kid yet. Well, he wasn't a dying kid in the movie. I Steve. understand, but Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. <laughs> you're a fucking tough customer, Steve. I swear to God, I will. I can't even look at that kid anymore. I can't even look at that kid anymore. Because it, I don't think that that was a good scene. I don't think we, anyone should see that scene. Anyway. Well, um, again, that's a case of a kid acting his ass off. You know? Oh, my God. Like, I just, I'm kind of with you sometimes because, you know, we don't want to end up with more Shias. In the yeah, world. we don't. Let, let him go. Go to school. Now that he's done this thing, go. Some of these kids do make it out. And with talent like that, I just cannot wait to see more from Ryder Allen. I totally respect what you're saying, but... This kid is just good, amazing. And like Rebecca says, I don't think that this movie set out to, with an agenda. But I think that, and I'm being real about this, I think that if you're a parent or a brother or a sister or anyone that's related to a, a child that, and I'm using this word on purpose, but that is, you know, quote unquote different, but I totally is totally comfortable in their own skin. This is a great 
movie to watch because it's you know it's not uh, it's not like opening up a textbook and doing a b and c to no, make this, this happen through life cake. but yeah the way that palmer handled this you know he he came from prison and he just was not used to seeing this at all but he let the love of this child affect him and change him for the better you know and and if that's the kind of message that this movie gives afterwards like you know like again i can't get away from that line of like don't you know what that means that that you're a boy and these are girls and this is what they're doing? he's like I, I can be the first I think that's fucking positive. And in, yeah. in a world that we live in now where there's just so much judgment and, and hatred and everything. And, you know, and, and we're just in a new time. Like this is, we have to push forward. And I think that's why this movie touched me so much because mm-hmm. it was such a, an honest representation of what a, a kid that just wants to be comfortable in his own skin is. And is still the most wonderful person ever. The, the character of Sam was probably the best thing I've seen this year. I got to be honest with you, but wow. I, I am not lying at all. When I say I was a fucking mess watching this movie at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, I was trying to talk to Gail about this movie who was hysterical because she cries at everything. But in this case, she had a really good reason <laughs> to cry, but I'm talking to her like this and we're and <laughs> like, stepped away, I stepped away for a second. Yeah. And I was like, and I go, I told her, I go, I come back and I go, I really, I'm really glad that I'm not talking about this movie today because you know, when Sam started to, and I just started to like, I, I was <laughs> getting that thing in my, that's beautiful I, though, bro, dude. I could not control it. Man. And I was fucked up a little bit for probably a good half an hour, but in a good way, you know what yeah. I mean? This movie really touched me. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I don't think Justin Timberlake is a fantastic actor. I think he's super, super he's talented. He's like high school. Acting. No, no, I would disagree with you there. I think okay. he's way more talented. That's just my opinion, but I, okay. you know, but I, I think he's better than that. And I don't think that we've seen his best work yet either as an actor, but this is a step in the right direction. And the way that he kind of duped me into thinking that he was just sort of going to be the grunty guy that, you know, he wasn't going to be the dick in the box guy, but he was going to be the grunty guy that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. just mutters his words. And I get it. I know you're, yeah. you're that guy. You're reserved, yeah. whatever the way that he became a father figure to this kid fucking just warmed and broke my heart at the same time. That's good, man. I'm, I'm glad. My thing is I'm, I, I, I could see how this would work for sure. I can see how this does work, no question. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they hit all the they hit all the dots, you know. You yeah. you hit all the dots, and and it and again, writer man, listen, she, he's a star. I have a feeling, I have a feeling we're gonna see a lot more um, of him. I would probably rate this movie. Um, you be careful, though, Hudson. I know, I know. You don't, you don't. <laughs> hey, look, you got you did me in on in and of itself. Shit. I'm totally kidding with you. <laughs> I left um, you hanging. I know I left you hanging on that one. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. Actually, you did like it. You gave it a, like your rating. I was like, huh. It had high. good qualities. But, but you, you know, go I'm high. I'm always rating high. I know. I'm Dan fucking Ramirez. I go high. All right. I hate this movie. I'm going to give it a five out of, I'm like, oh, I guess. This okay. is like the worst movie I've ever seen. I actually gave it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hurting feelings. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, all, I would say, um. I would honestly say you should watch this movie if you are in the mood to just feel good <laughs> or cry your fucking eyes out. I don't I I, I don't I think that's you. Maybe, but it doesn't it happen all the time, somewhere. dude. That's the thing. It just doesn't happen. I know, but I'm it's not something a about this movies. film that connected to you. Maybe. It, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was, again, I trip out on father shit, so maybe that yeah, had something to do with it. There but we go. Weeping like so. a fucking baby. I'm not kidding. Which is good. And the thing is, for me, I think the most emotional part that I could see myself having imagined a choke in the throat was the end when he opened the letter. I'd be like, oh, <sighs> this is probably where Dan cried. Oh, that's that just let the waterworks go. I was all, like I told thing. you, I already had the lump. But when he pulled that 
you know what? I ain't gonna do it right now. <laughs> you almost got me again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, an emotional part. And I think uh, what I do like is, um, like I said, it, it. If you want to walk away from a movie, because sometimes movies don't have to be great. Sometimes movies can just make you feel good before work or make you feel good after work. This is that movie. You're gonna walk away being like, if you walked away and called me and said, I am mad that I watched that movie. I don't know if I'd want to be around you. <laughs> because I'm just like, oh, you just don't like feeling good. You're one of those people that's like, I saw this and that bullcrap with her suit in the classroom. I'll be like, okay, we don't need to be friends. This is there is nothing <laughs> now. If you are you're killing a pers- friendships over it, <laughs> for G, seriously, like if you're just like, I did not like it and it made me upset. I'd be like, why? You, you know, I'd be like, why did it make you <laughs> upset exactly? Maybe there's something about you I don't know. Um, I just, this is perfectly down the road. Feel good. Feel old, good old fashioned, feel good. So if you want to feel good fashion, good old, great limber of the Timberlake situations, dude. Now, if he would have broken into suit and tie, I would have given it a five out of five. If like during the movie, he would just start singing suit and tie. I'd be like, well, this is my favorite movie of all time. Want to watch it again? If you sing bye, 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 it's on. So, um, I, I will give it, I will give it a strong three out of fives. Gorgeous women in suit and mustaches. Oh, <laughs> That's man. A great one. You, you know what? I'm sorry. If I may, she was bad. She was bad. She was gorgeous. I wouldn't say bad, though. She was just okay. run of the mill pretty. That's all right. You, you know, eh, this movie was just all need, right with I you. I need some flavor. I need something like, what, where's the scar? I'm perfectly. <laughs> Would you say where's the scar? Yeah. Where's the, I need, like, where's some... the bullet wound at? Yeah. Give me something like, like, give me something. I don't want that just like, she's just run of the meal. Like, oh, pretty. You can like, come well, on over this way, then. She can come on over this way. But hey, one yeah, more thing fun. that I did—I failed to mention. Fisher Stevens directed this. I know Fisher Stevens. Like that's—that was so shocked to see that. It was a bit of a surprise for me too. And in fact, I didn't really know that he was uh, such a good director. You know, I mean, again, that's debatable if you like this movie. But I had no idea that he was even doing that. So that was just a little bit of icing on the cake for me. Uh, I've already explained. I've already given my heart about this movie. So. That dude has looked the same for a years. Yeah, he does. Years. I was just looking at a picture of him right now. He does look good for mm-hmm. his age. He look, he, I, here's what I will say. I think um, I do believe uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin concentrates on, on, on film from now on. I think that's where he wants to because every musician wants to be an actor and every actor wants to be a musician. Right. Yeah, and we but talked about he, that thing too, Steve, when we were talking about the Bee Gees uh, documentary where it's like, you know, you you go so far and sometimes you drop. I would not say that he's dropped off at all, but he has yeah. gotten a little more stagnant. than Absolutely. Like men of the man of the woods wasn't great. No. So now it's time to venture off and do this. And I see him getting only like, I, I see him only getting better. I think he's going to be great, man. Totally. I, I, again, he's a, uh, I think the, he, I see him doing a lot more films. I would like to see uh, what I really would like to see is more movies like this in this vein where people, are not the the run of the mill stars like this kid and someone being different. We need more people being different movies. Like even like Powder. Powder was, you know, you look back on that, I'm like, you know what? That was a good <laughs> a million years ago, Powder. <laughs> that was a million shit. years ago, but they even then people were tinkering with the idea of I have a weird kid in my class. Maybe it's more than just he's weird. 
Maybe there's more. Because when I think back, a lot of my school, there's a few classmates I look back and be like, oh, no, we were mean for no reason. Like, we just decided this kid is different. And now they actually have support for that. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm different, but daggone it, I love being different, you know? So it's a beautiful thing. Again, I hope more movies like this come out. And lastly, what I wanted to say is that, you know, we talked about Ryder and how fantastic he is and where Justin is in his acting, at least in our opinion. But I would have to say that Ryder elevated him. And the combination, like their chemistry together is what really made this movie. Mm-hmm. Because it just, it, it just amplified Justin, uh, excuse me, Justin Timberlake's character as Palmer. But that's the magic of the movie, their connection and just their, their back and forth and the love that you see building up. It was, it was wonderful. I really cannot recommend this movie enough before we go. I just want to tell you that, like, if you're just listening to my opinion on this one, please check this movie out, make your own decision, but at least give it the time. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, be, I mean, before we leave, I think wonderful. First of all, thank you, Rebecca. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a great discussion we had. Love talking to you, Rebecca. I I always love talking to you guys. I, you know, Dan, it was, it's almost a year now since C2E2 where <sighs> uh, we went to Chicago and I finally got Aww. to meet you in person. And uh, such a wonderful weekend. What an amazing weekend. One of the best weekends of my life. And that's not an exaggeration. No, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I had a blast that weekend. Um, and it was so wonderful to meet with you and like talk to you face to face and connect with you and. Um, I don't know. I, I, Steve, I've yet to meet you in person, but I'm sure that we will, you know, after, after the apocalypse, we'll meet each other. (laughs) And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I count you guys as like some of my closest friends and I I truly, truly enjoy speaking. I I enjoy talking to you no no matter what, but this was great. This was fantastic. And now before we let you go, I would like you to tell every single person how many podcasts you do it's and where they can find you. It's not that many. You guys always act like I do it on the <laughs> podcast. Compared um, to us, we're like, goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, you can mostly hear me regularly on Picardcast, which is a uh, Star Trek podcast I do with my good friend, Brooke. Um, it started out as a review show for Picard, the, the Picard series on CBS All Access. And in mm. the interim, we are still putting out content. We are putting out episodes that we call personal logs. We have a guest on. They pick a Star Trek episode or a Star Trek movie, and we review it with them. And oh, uh, have really great conversations with people about all kinds of stuff. Uh, Dan was a previous guest on, uh, before, uh, on an episode. I um, was. Weren't you? Yeah, I was. Okay, I, I, I was I agreeing you with were, you. I thought you were asking was, a, me. I thought you said no, I no, was. no. In a matter of fact, it was it was two. It was a part one and a part two. It was a part one, part two. Um, we'd love to have you back, Dan. And Steve, I would love for, to come back. For, for that matter, if you guys have a Star Trek episode individually, even that you'd like to talk about, um, you know, I I will happily send you our sign up sheet, and you'll be more than welcome. Uh, send it. I will. I will. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, I even, you know, I feel like our show, we try to be very inclusive. Like we have guests that are like, that are Trek fans that are like heavy on the Trek. And they know like the name of the guy who put the cup in the corner (laughs) 
uh, like the they, Neil Follanders of the world. Yes, Neil. He's. I mean, Neil is like. I mean, Neil knows everything about Star Trek. He's just when when I'm not sure, I ask Neil. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty good at Trek knowledge, but when I'm not sure, I message, hey, Neil, wh- wh- what about this thing? What, what do you think? Um, but um, yes, I'd be happy to have you guys on. Um, and, and again, we try to keep our show inclusive. Even if you're a casual Trek fan, you know, we don't try to pull out like, you know, we, we never try to like actually our guests like you know be like well actually um that came out in the year 1985 <laughs> like we don't we, oh, yeah. we definitely don't want to be those people because i <laughs> have always felt that trek should be inclusive yes. because star trek started out as an inclusive show and yeah. it's, it still is inclusive so anyway picard cast you can mostly hear me on and then um, I do a couple other shows that are sort of like, uh, I guess, on hiatus right now, but uh, Animated Batcast, uh, which is a Batman show, and um, number one comic books, which is uh, surprisingly a comic book show. And But, you know, l- life happens. We don't always get to record as often as we like. But um, And then also She-Ra and the Podcast of Power. That's one that we're trying to get back on track. Okay, Rebecca, bit. you do a lot of podcasts. Well, the only one I'm doing regularly <laughs> is Picard Cast. That's the only okay. one I'm doing regularly. The other ones, as I said, we are not uh, as recording as often as we would like to record. So, um, and I was just on an episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. So, yeah. if you listen to that show, um, you can hear me yammering on about all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, I finally get to listen. I did, I wanted to wait because I know you were talking about what I think you talked about the little things, right? Yes, yes. So I waited. Now I'm going to listen. Yeah, it can't wait. It's the only thing that was like a, a um, what, what's the word? That was like a, a crossover. Everything else was was just for for you guys. She's also that a huge is... fan of Psycho Gorman, ladies and gentlemen. So that's oh just my one more. God, Psycho Gorman! What <laughs> that movie? You know, I don't know that movie just. Pure joy. And, and I, I know it sounds silly to say that about that movie, but that movie gave it. me belly laughs. I get it. 100%. Belly it's the cheesiest, laughs. dumbest thing ever. And it's one of the my most favorite things I saw Loved this year. It. By the way, uh-huh. I want to share with you. Uh, I was talking to Brian yesterday. We were texting and he uh-huh. told me that he had picked up the soundtrack, right? Right. Uh, the vinyl soundtrack. Yeah. And if you guys are interested, I could put the link up because I can't tell you where it is right now. I think it's like I Mondo Records. I would enjoy that very much. This fucking... I, bought, I don't even have a turntable right now. I bought this. <laughs> it is It is the sickest vinyl. It's like a light blue vinyl with like a pink blood splatter. Nice. And all the artwork. You know how like the old school albums when you open up and they, you have like the full on mural yeah, on the yeah, inside? Yeah, yeah. It's got... All that shit. So. Oh my god! I I pre-ordered. I put this on Twitter, and Steve was like, "Ma'am," <laughs> I said, <laughs> "I didn't even know it existed." I pre-ordered the Blu-ray, the physical copy, the Hunky Boys version, the Hunky Boys edition. Oh, it I'm is thinking about it. A limited edition, so if you want it, you might want to get on that, sir. They're um, also no making uh, for you collectors out there. They're also making Psycho Gorman action. Figures. I'm I'm gonna get figures. I, I you know I don't collect figures per se, but I want a figure from this movie. This movie just I I don't know. I I just loved this movie. It was so ridiculous. But I I respect movies that know what they are. Yes. I respect a movie that looks you in the eye and goes, you know what this is exactly. And we know what this is. Yep. So just sit back and enjoy it because it's ridiculous yep. and we all know it. It was – it was, and here's the, – the thing is I told Dan my dream is that he takes over the – the director takes over the Hatchet franchise. That's oh, my dream. Oh, okay. 
I think he would destroy Hatchet because he knows he's like, oh, we know what that is. Mm -hmm. Like both him and Adam Green know what they're doing. And I just, I mean, because what he did was the, the, I still don't know how he did the mouth effect. I actually pushed pause where ever so often he'll, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. He does something when he beats somebody on Psycho Gorman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't know how they did that effect. Because I paused it. I'm like, man, it looks like his mouth for real. Well, you know, they do that. The actor, excuse me, the director, if you look at his IMDb page, he mostly, uh, up until starting directing, was doing creature effects. Yeah, I think he had full on, like, I think he was the one that did all the effects for this movie. I mean, why why wouldn't you? So impressive. Yeah, Steve Kostansky, by the way. I'm just saying that when I was, I, I was sold from very early on, but I was really sold with, the whole, with the whole, I don't, I don't care about hunky boys, or do I? <laughs> I fell out of my chair. I that movie was just, I don't know. I could watch it again right now. I'm pure joy. I've already just, seen it three times. Oh, you lucky guy, you! I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> I just loved it so much. And, see, and the the thing about it in the '80s, there would be a theme song to this movie and Psycho uh-huh. Gorman would be in the MTV video. Oh, 100%. He would have made an appearance oh, yeah. in the video. And so I'm like, what a bummer. When MTV was MTV, he would there would be a song from this movie and Psycho Gorman would be in the video. No question. And it sucks that we can't see that. Well, maybe we will. Who knows? I'll tell you this. Hey, if uh, you have Apple TV, I purchased the movie because I wanted to support them. But if you have Apple TV, you can watch Psycho Gorman for free right now on Apple TV+. Plus. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think I probably still would have bought the movie. Again, I wanted to support them. But yeah, yeah, you can I, I watch was gonna, it there. I was going to buy that movie anyway. I had to have the Hunky Boys edition. I just had to. There's I mean... some great extras <laughs> with this one. Interviews oh, okay. and like making of that. Oh, they, you nice. know, It shows the making of the fight at the end and cool. then interviews with the cast. There's commentary, all of that. So check it out. And then I will say this lastly. Uh, watch this movie, particularly this weekend, maybe sometime early next week. And if it interests you, all I'll say is tune in for the next episode of Heroes of Noise. That's a all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, Steve, I guess ah. that's the end of another show. We had the lovely Rebecca on. I think this this was a, uh, it went swimmingly, wouldn't you say? It went swimmingly. People have a wonderful week. I had a great time. Becca, love you. Dan, oh, love, love you. you. The next love voice you you're going to be hearing is Dan the Man's signing off and Becca the Queen. I'm out of here. Peace. For Rebecca, a true hero of noise. For Steve Hudson, a hero of noise. My name is Dan Ramirez. I'm going to make it short and sweet. You guys have a great week. And of course, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,